Murder, 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 murder. Hey, murder. everyone. Oh. That's there the wrong scene. Oh, Glenn, your health bar. It's the other scene. Oh, no. Oh, no. There he is. Hey. <laughs> oh, Paul, your health bar. Or John, your health bar. <gasps> He's weak. Why is he weak? Oh, because of the sub. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. That's fine. Totally don't just rebirth me. It's okay. <laughs> Stronger than ever before. <laughs> Hi! Hi, everyone. We're back again. Welcome just like you did to Adrian. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Perfectly ominous, creepy music. Isn't it always? Adrian's dead. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. killed him. Is he dead or is he just not here? I did it with my own hand. That <laughs> uh, doesn't mean anything. There's mm-hmm. Nothing's mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we're all cursed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we're here for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, we're going to introduce ourselves, and then John's going to do the recap, and then we're going to pop into the action for some more spooky fun. Uh, always, I am Don, and in this one, I play Ethier. I'm Paul, and I play Felix. I'm Glenn, I play Vorst, and I'm over here tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm Sarah, and I play Vritora. And I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. And I'm John, the Dungeon Master for the city of Oshwam. Uh, well, last time our conversation <laughs> picked up thing. back in the midst with Iris, uh, telling her a great many deal of things, including our time in the Desecrated Chapel, horrifying things that we found in there, spooky, spooky poem. We talked more about the poem itself. We talked about souls and whether or not souls exist, because Iris doesn't believe in things that she can't evidentially approve. Um... We talked about the prophecy, we asked about the timeline in which she was gifted the prophecy, in which the other person who she still refuses to name uh, did dictate it, and then she scribed for it. Uh, We talked about the ordering and delivering of one good, delicious Nesgrim here in the city of Oshwamp by a person who we still don't know placed said order. Uh, We talked about the crusade from Ostador approximately a thousand years ago in which the city was actually found to be unoccupied and already sacked. The orcs had destroyed it and abandoned it, leaving very little behind outside of ruinous buildings. Iris equates this with the desecrated cathedral that our friends had previously explored. Uh, We then confirmed that Camilla was one of the people in Ostador's brigade, Ostador having been the dictation of the blessed, and Camilla, this person, was dictated as the white bone. Um... Instead of Camilla, who was Oshwamp's lover, or not Oshwamp's lover, Ostador's <laughs> lover. <laughs> oh, oh, unless she married the city! <laughs> oh, I like I mean, that. It's just like a, a captain marrying the sea. It's fine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Me first, love me the sea. Say, Diaz Grimm, you're a fine girl. <laughs> uh, Camilla, instead of staying with Ostador, chose to go out into the woods to the west of the city to be able to find a location to settle her tribe. Uh, Osador felt betrayed and instead chose to remain in Oshwamp to oversee its reconstruction. Uh, Nesgrim talks again about his backstory because it matters to literally every NPC that we speak with. They're always going to have something to give insight for about Nesgrim because he's a good, pure boy. It's fine. Uh, She calls you a bastard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Says that you probably actually weren't ever born pure, that you were in fact born impure, and that there was something inside of you. Uh, She doesn't understand why the orcs in Rarfly simply did not sacrifice you on the sand to the shamans, and reminds you that maybe something is super scary about your nature, and that the orcs were even afraid of you. It's fine. 
Uh, we also, again, brought up the idea of unholy trinkets, unholy rituals, deeds and things that can be done to, you know, service worship towards some other kind of eldritch horror entity. It's Sarah has no experience with that. Mm-mm. Very weird. Uh, please, no one else touch the dagger. Uh, that contract is kind of already, I guess, pursued by Retora. Yeah, don't step on my toes. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. She's got it. Everything's under control. Uh, we talk about the group that went before Osador's into the Hastrukar, a dwarven city that was lost in the woods up north. Uh, they died really badly <laughs> in the woods. No one no one wants to talk about it. There's a memorial up there. I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. Uh, Iris tells you that the seers, the individuals who do have these gifted visions, are in fact hunted and their identities are protected, so this way they're not found. Um, the Grasping Vine is called to be a protector. Greed and Malice are not individuals. This is all about the prophetic poem. Uh, the Coronet of Wrath is confirmed to be an artifact. Elsith is the name of the Chosen. And the Bountiful is named Tersi. These are all individuals from the Dawn Calendar in the Age of Reclamation. Uh, Iris tells them that the two lines about Mother Misery are not part of the prophecy and were engraved by different individuals because she didn't write that. Uh, Camilla didn't actually kill Ostador. The whole joke of a bone dagger is something that seems to just be a sense of humor here in the city. Killing people with bone daggers. We just talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> makes Don fit in. It makes you fit in now really well because you're the one who did it! <laughs> Yay! Somehow I fit in the most and the least. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Oops. Uh-huh. Uh, Ostador died of a broken heart. Uh, we give the other pieces of the prophecy that Iris had written when she was given it by... Uh, another wonderful individual. We eventually equate Ether with the idea of sanctuary because of his belief in the ability to harbor souls. Uh, he recalls that he found Malo about a year ago near the first of Elsith. Uh, little history exists about the Dawn Heroes. We don't really have much about that. Uh, Yalomlo says that he's kind of sorry about overly zealously experimenting with your hand, but, you know, is concerned. It's fine. Uh, Delwyn, when he left the Inner Sanctum, that's when Adrian started to go even more crazy. He saw the face of the true, the true face of the Defiled, called it his Winter Wolf, and asked that she eat him so that he may be born again. That's also fine. It's fine. The lands north of the Fel, the lands north of the Fel Rast, we confirm, is called the Vorout, meaning stand in the north. Uh, we recall the days of the White Howl and the assault on Ethier's hometown, Hal Talno. <laughs> great name. Thank you. Um, and we ask about Cole and Corva, who are two of the Dawn heroes, respectively named the Frozen Fang and the Cold One, because the Cold One and Frozen Fang were also mentioned in the poem that uh, Iris dictates to us. Uh, yeah, we leave, because Iris gets real fucking worried as soon as that gets brought up. Vorce communicates with her. She says two people to two different people that she does not want to talk in front of someone. It's fine. Um... The Dawn War left these strange fragments of Ancient Ones behind. Aether recalls the bones outside of the city that are enormous and effectively invulnerable. They can't be destroyed. He's trying to take fragments and cannot penetrate the bone. The bone is too hard. I did see them on the caravan ride in, right? No, they're okay. on the north side of the gotcha. city. You entered in from the south side of the city. Uh, yeah, Felix says he has something private to give her. And Vorst escorts Felix downstairs. <laughs> it was uh, a gift. Yeah, it was a gift. Uh, Vorst asks some pertinent things about things that he knows, things that I won't tell the other players because that's cheating. Uh, Felix asks some things about Felix stuff, and I won't tell the players because that's also cheating. Those two conversations are private. 
Uh, Iris leaves, Felix and Forrest rejoin everyone, and we make the decision to go get Nesgrim's armor repaired at long last, and then to go seek out Nivara, which is the recommendation of Vorst, through Iris. We head over to one of my actual favorite men, Christian Hammerhand, <laughs> the blacksmith up in the north area of the city of the Enchanted Forge, uh, and he's standing there smacking some kind of sword with a hammer and just swearing profusely. Uh, we quickly realize that he's not the expert artisanal smith that everyone thought he was, and we leave him with a dagger to experiment with before we give him Nesgrim's armor to repair. Uh, important thing, though, is Christian does indeed tell all of you that Arthur pays him consistently for his services, despite being constantly mugged, even though it's actually just business for 40 years. It's fine. Uh, we leave. Yalumlo splits off because Lawrence is on vacation, so Yalumlo goes to handle some Yalumlo things. We're going to work that out and have a great time. Very good. Um, and the rest of the party goes to the southwest corner into Vagrant's Corner, right by Ether's shop on Grave Robber's Road. Still love that name because it's just you. It's just me. It's just I also you. realized the hometown name I gave you sounds like Helltown, so that's fun. I made that one up, Thanks, so buddy. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I got Thank you so much. Helltown. Hot, oh, yeah. hot to know. Mm -hmm. Didn't realize that's what mm -hmm. you know, When you spelled it, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I'm from Helltown O. Yeah, uh, you are. You're from Helltown. <laughs> Did not oh. think about Thanks, it until Don. I said it. Give me the raven. Give me Helltown. <laughs> I gave you a lot. You I did. didn't even mean to. It's a good time. We arrive at the Cursed Eye, which is the name of Nivara's shop. Not remotely conspicuous there. Just hidden in plain sight, evidently. Quite literally, Cursed Eye. Uh, we go inside of the tent. We find her sitting, rocking in a, a very large rocking chair. Very nice-looking red robes. Nesgrim falls in love all over again. She takes another big gulp from her goblet of very odorous, gasoline-smelling red wine. Uh... And, yeah, we have a very intriguing beginning of a conversation with Nivara as she seems clearly bewildered, befuddled, confused, as though this memory of these people is not something that she currently possesses. She speaks in a much more, I guess, monotone way and almost distant, as though she's not really whatsoever certain about what is going on. We recognize that there currently aren't any things in her shop. It's just the counter and her on her rocking chair also totally fine uh, when she talks about being given this wine when she has a bad day we ask who gives her uh, she says a dragon and then she spreads her arms and softly roars in the face of all of our people again very normal behavior uh, we see the tattoos of black dark scales ascending both arms down towards the shoulder blade she roars in our face Ether asks if she sees dragons or has seen a dragon, and she recoils in horror and continually says, no, 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 It's totally fine. She, while she is afraid, spills wine on herself all over her chest. She, well, Retora asks to take the wine. She gifts it to her, stands, and in a panic recognizes, I've made a mess, and turns around and begins to clean her robes and remove part of the upper portion and we see on her back a very large tattoo of a shredded, decrepit, black dragon wing. And then she turns and looks towards everybody once more and says, I've made a mess, and falls behind the counter very quickly, in a rush, as though she 
is gone. Dead drop. And Ethier, you did say I want to lean over her counter to look at her. Right? I did. You did. I'm pretty sure I did. You did. I, I think wrote, that might have been a mistake. Ether begins to lean over, dot, dot, dot. So, we'll say that you place your hands on the counter here, and you elevate yourself slightly to look over and lean to look down at Nivara. Uh-huh. You see her in a, effectively like a puddle. Think about like a human being just in a mess on the ground, arms splayed out to the side. You see her shaking. And you hear soft sobs. I've made a mess! I've made a mess! I've made a mess! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go around the counter. Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, all of you hear this voice <laughs> echoing out from the area behind the counter. Might need some help over here. Uh, I'm gonna rush I'll around. around the counter. Also? Put her robe back on her. Mm-hmm. You stand on the other side of the counter. How about you, Felix? I'm going to continue, I'm going to listen, but I'm going to continue to look at the nothingness that is the shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels incredibly vacant to you. There are areas in which there are shelves on small little bookcases on either side, but they're all empty. So, there were like dusty? things here. No, they're not dusty. It looks as okay. though there were things here and that there simply are not things here right now. Uh, I will say the three of you, as you walk around the counter to gather around her, make perception checks. I'm going to hand the drink off to Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. So you quickly hand him the goblet. Oh. <laughs> Natural 20. Mm-hmm. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? 20? 11. 11. Uh, so I will say you'll be informed of these things as these are happening, yeah. but I will say that the two of you see that as she is sprawled out here on the ground and in a state of zealous panic she is flailing wildly it doesn't look like she's making intentional movements there's no like consistency to them but as she's moving and kicking with her legs you see the height of her robes ascending up her legs and you realize that she doesn't have anything on underneath the robe so you see like higher up her like knee and then into her thigh on both legs Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that on her right leg, on her thigh, you see this twisted, angular, curved tree with branches that ascend up the thigh. The tree looks like it's rotting and looks like there is what could... Ah, you nat 20. I'm going to tell you outright because you're nat 20. You see that there are holes that would look like they were occupied by creatures that form a face. Think about, uh, I'll give you the classic boo face, where it is the enormous oval eyes and the enormous oval-shaped screaming mouth in the center of this massive, twisted, curved tree trunk with rotting branches that ascend up her leg, going towards her hips. That's her right leg. Okay. On her left leg, you see descending down from the hip a skeletal hand with curved fingers, and on the tips of the two front fingers, you see a coronet dangling from these skeletal fingers. So the coronet would occupy the front of the left thigh, 
and the hip would have this skeletal hand curved as though it is holding it on just the tips of two fingers. She's on her stomach, so you would not see that, and you would not see that. Trying to, again, think of body proportions. It's very weird to think yeah. of as she's, like, scroll, like sprawled out here and moving. The wing ends, ends. I will say that on her right calf, as she's turning, you see it on the side as though it's stemming towards the front of her shin. You see the onk that was on Adrian's left shoulder, the same religious style tattoo, however, in the center of the height of the onk in the opening, you see an eye. Oh, a good. single eye, barely opened, so you can see just the squinting iris of a black eye. Great. Uh huh. I'm sure that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she is just, I've made a mess. I've made a terrible mess. Uh, I. We need to do something. I don't is know. Is there a what. back door that might suggest that she lives here? That there uh, might be a back room that so, we could. So, again, there would be right behind her counter. Mm-hmm you would see that there is a darker oak door as though there's perceivably either storage, Mm -hmm. possibly a living space, one or the other two. There's not really any indication that she does live here. There also isn't any any indication that she doesn't. Um, Can we try that door? I'll take her dress if you want to check out the door. While they're doing this, mm-hmm. I remember you describing the cup as having a little bit of wine in it. Mm-hmm. Welcome me. Do it. Mm. <laughs> are you being Nesgrim or are you being DJ? Yeah. No, I'm well, not going to take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I, I legitimately don't think Nesgrim would drink it the last time he drank a random liquid from somebody. Yeah, oh, never it mind. Didn't, it true. didn't go super well. Never That's mind. That's yeah. true. Uh-huh. I'm glad I thought that through. Yeah. You just look down at it, <laughs> and I'll say that as the three, well, you're leaning down to assist her up. What are you doing, Don? I'm also leaning down to, like, help her up and, like, cover her Okay, up. and mm-hmm. you're going to test the I'm door? I'm going to test the door, yeah. So as you take a step back towards the door, it's only a few feet behind mm-hmm. her as she's laying here sprawled out. The two of you lean down and kneel towards her to, you know, one of you lift the robe back up over the height of her shoulders and again assist her in tying it into the front and Vorst, I'm imagining you would lean down and offer your hand to her to at least try to help her sit up. Correct. So as you lean down and place your hands, Ethier, on the fabric of her robe, you hear her shriek out, Don't touch me! Okay, I'm sorry. I've made a mess. It's okay. It it can be cleaned up. And you watch as her hands stop flailing and her fingers dig into the dirt here. And she begins to push to lift herself up and pull her robes up herself. 
her back towards the two of you. You step back and you place your hand on the door and you feel that the door is currently locked. And you, you would be to the side of her. You would see that as she's sitting here, tears are running down her cheeks. And you just hear her sighing heavily. Um, is there... Is there something we can do? Would you like to lay down? She just shakes her head and stays quiet, just breathing heavily. Some water, perhaps? You see her nod very lightly. Can I find water in here? I'm gonna look for you water. You have water in your water skin still. I'll give her some of my water, mm-hmm. yeah. Can, can we get you anything else other than the water? See that she's still sitting here as Ratora kneels down and offers her her water skin and she pulls her robes tightly closed and begins to twist the knot again. She takes the water skin from mm-hmm. you and just, thank, thank, thank you, and just takes a great mm-hmm. gulp of it and then offers you the water skin back. No help. Okay. Okay. No helping. There is no helping. It is. What is? It was. What was? It was. It is. What is it? And you can see that she just starts to like slightly shake in her arms and she just holds her own forearms and runs her hands. It was. It is. Always so perfectly done. (laughs) Is her voice steadying? A little bit, yeah. It feels, though, as though not a composure Mm -hmm. has overtaken her. Almost like a different voice. Fucking switch it. (laughs) I'll kill kill all of you if I hear that again. (laughs) I said a different voice and it started singing. Mm -hmm. But genuinely, as though a completely different composure Mm -hmm. has overtaken her. See that her hands again are just resting along her two arms, slowly, compulsively rubbing them. <clears throat> I'm gonna drop to my knee, like to kind of kneel all the way down now, mm-hmm. and pull out my bar rag and offer it to her. Nivara. Oh, the mess! I made a mess. Yes, here. we we can clean that. Don't worry about it. You'll never clean my robes. She reaches over towards Vorce rag. Just kind of begins to pat the height of the collar of the V. Um, accident happened. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. We all have days. An accident. An accident. Yes, an accident. She shakily hands the rag back towards you. I'm gonna reach mm. my hand out to her. It's, it's wrapped in cloth, it's not the... She slowly reaches her hand out towards you. And I'll cast Cure Wounds okay. on her. You can roll your burnout die and roll your healing. Mm-hmm. An accident? An accident? What? You said an accident? It's 11 points. Thank you. I'm good. Yep. No things are accidents. Destiny runs its course, and we are here. Hmm. But we you said there, there was an accident? No. 
No, there was no accident. Not at all. Not in the woods. What woods? The woods outside the city? Where the woodcutters go? Oh no, that was no accident. Accidents do not happen. There are no accidents in our world. It is all chosen. Each of us has a purpose. A purpose. I have purpose. So you're a firm believer in destiny? Yes. Fate? Yes. I've seen where we all lay. I have seen where we all rise. Where we all ascend. Oh. Not all ascend, Miss Krim. Only those worthy of it are able to. Have you seen others ascend? Others? Bones. In the snow. The large ones? Hands. Reaching out to starless skies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Didn't take long to break him this time. <laughs> what are you thinking, DJ? Whimpers in the ash. Ether, do you remember the first night we were in Oshwamp? Quite clearly, it was the night I met you. How could I possibly forget, Ms. Grimm? Correct. While we were walking to the orphanage, you found something in the snow. Do you remember? I did. That is true. Do we have the... I believe Felix took a sketch of what it was. I think I also took a sketch, but I don't believe I could read it. That wasn't the first night, was it? It was the second night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the second, second. Yeah. okay. I think that may be connected to what Navarra is talking about. Someone's cut off hand thrown in a house. It was a hand reaching up from the snow. Okay, so you say cut off hand in front of her. And you see she just tilts her head in your direction. And her hands clasp, like, grasp at her cheeks. And you see her pinky and her, like, ring finger dig into her face. The hand. You've seen the hand. Potting. Taking. I think it might be a a different hand, Naiwa. Feeding. (laughs) Um, I, I do not think it is the same hand. And you watch as her hands descend down her chin over the front of her neck and they turn as they reach her collar, and she begins to aggressively dig her own nails into her skin beneath her collar. Feeding. That looks quite painful. Painful. Yes. And you watch as her nails just kind of dig underneath the collar Mm -hmm. as though they curl beneath the lining of the robe, 
and her hands stop over her chest. There is no pain. No, darling, no pain. Only peace. Peace to be found. And your friend has found a peace. Feeding. Ithir, uh, would you like to show her the sketch? Perhaps. I do not think that would be advisable, Nesgrim. Perhaps she could read it. And what if she does? Do you remember the last time that Are you someone... talking about the carving in the palm? I will tell you that you guys know that that was the SOS for the symbols of, of the Sisters <laughs> right, of Sorrow. Right, that's correct, that's yeah. correct. I will okay. remind you of that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not. Also, do you remember the last time that we had someone read something suspicious? He was he was unconscious for that. The statue I was unconscious for, yeah? No, uh, that one. I point at Felix. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I forgot right. he did that. Bad things. We Very. know what that carving means, but I do not know what effect it would have. True. She pulls her hands back from the collar of the robe. And you can see that she lifts her hands over her own face and trails finger lines of blood over her eyes and to the height of her cheeks, going down towards the edges of her lips. Hello. Hello. You've seen... You've seen this face. I have. I haven't seen the face, right? He described it, but you have not mm-hmm. seen it. I have. And you, and she wipes horizontally across, love it. Yes. I do my best. I can see why you're so precious to them. Yes. To, to who? To who? Who am I precious to? Who aren't you precious to? You right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can Are you... Are you serious? And she, <laughs> she left the door wide open. And she takes her bloody fingers and places two in her mouth. And you watch as her tongue rolls over it. You have a destiny. And her fingers just trail down her chin. Do you know what my destiny is? A man of change. What am I to change? All. A man to rule, you could say. A reflection. A reflection of the face? see she just slowly lifts her hand and points hairs 
Pears. 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 Two. <laughs> Not the fruit in this room. Alchemy. It could be the fruit. Together. One. That's actually why we've come to talk to you. For unity and harmony. Uh, I will say into Ethier's mind. Mm-hmm. I-, I think she's a thrall. Uh, I'll reply. Worsi has seen a great many things, but either way, something is very wrong here. I agree. Adrian saw a great many things as well. That is true. I am concerned. Mm-hmm. I'll just nod. Mm-hmm. Um, we were sent to you by Iris. Let's see, she blinks a few times. Iris. Yes. Iris, yes. Okay. She sent us to speak to you about uh, cleansing rituals. Cleansings. All right. I can help with that. Yes, our our friend is, um, we're afraid he may be cursed. He may be cursed? I'm just going to gesture to Felix. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I'll just shake my head. Curse. No. Iris described it as possessed, but... No. No. (laughs) No. Is she laughing? Yeah. Like a a low kind of, like, chortle. Just... (laughs) No. Does she seem like her wits are kind of more... Like she's... Again, it feels like a different composure. Mm-hmm. You're a very insightful man. I try my best. Or something inside of you is insightful. Maybe not up here. <laughs> <laughs> She's calling you dumb. <laughs> it's fair. Yes. The reflections of your heart. Quite pure. Correct. I like to think so. Yes, you do. I have good intentions. Yes, you do. Destiny will show you these rewards. Your ritual, dear. Your hand. I'll unwrap my hand and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that, you know, it doesn't look like it's dramatically mm-hmm. larger. She just kind of takes one hand and places it around your wrist mm-hmm. and holds your palm beneath, beneath the back of your hand with her palm. And just holds it and she just looks at it and turns your hand slightly in hers. Iris was right to send you. It's begun. It was. It is. And soon will be. Yes. What is it? What is it? A brand. A bond. Your soul and its soul 
miring together must stain manifest whose soul soul whose I do not know and she leans down and just inhales and she just kind of leans back hmm rotting I've been told that I've made a pact. Uh-huh. I do not know with who. Nor do I. But there is death on the other side of that. I'm sure Mr. Vorst can smell it. When she casted Cure Wounds, mm-hmm. did I smell it? Mm-hmm. Again? Mm-hmm emanating out from her hand. It smells of rotten death, indeed. I'm gonna take some of my water and put it back on the rag and start blotting her forehead to help clean up some of the blood. Oh. Oh, I... Hmm. Foolish of me. It happens. Strange point to be made, but I'm sure I wanted it. Sure I had to do it. Yes. Of course. Believe. What, what point were you making? What? What point were you making with... I don't know. Okay. Sorry, what... Is there something I can do about this? Your hand? Yes. Huh. I... would suggest... Hmm. I don't think uh, amputation would solve it, but there are other things that Seraphina and I could perform. Concepts, theories, not practiced. Who is Seraphina? Seraphina, my good friend. Apothecary. Oh, I... I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on over there, Mr. Ethier? I mean, I caught it. Uh-huh. I will pull out my notebook when I hear her say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, could, could, could you tell me of these... Uh, processes? Yeah, she <laughs> just kind of presses against the dirt and finishes wiping her face and I'll say that uh, Vorst takes the cloth back from her and she once more takes a step over and sits back in her rocking chair well uh may step back around friends if we are to talk of great ancient rituals of course I'm assuming you guys yes. step back around and rejoin um, Nesgrim and Felix over here on the other side of the counter. Uh, Nevar, I'm just going to set your wine down on no. your desk here. Oh, I'm done with the wine for the day. Not needed. 
What would you have me do with it? You may dump it. On the ground. I'm gonna pass my empty water skin mm-hmm. over to Nesgrim. Gonna try to do it discreetly? Sure. Make a slight hand check. Both of us or just her? Just her. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Nice. I will say that as you t- you're walking back around and you stand adjacent to Nesgrim, you slide your water skin into his hand. Do you say anything to him as you do? Nope. So she informs you to dump it. Ritora hands you her water skin discreetly. It's up to you whether or not you think Nesgrim mm-hmm. would be aware of that and understand the intent. Hello. <laughs> Retour figures is like a 50-50 chance, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know how discreetly I can do this, but I'm going to attempt to discreetly pour the wine into the water skin. Absolutely. You may also make a sleight of hand check. This is not going to... This is not Not with disadvantage, right? No, still okay. stealth is sleight of hand are not the same, thankfully. Yeah. Are you with heavy armor, man? Still plus zero. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a 13. 13? Yeah, you, you just barely <laughs> kind of secretly dump it, and I guess we'll say maybe disguise it with a little bit of uh, you're putting something else away, and it seems as though she does not notice. Cool. Yeah, so she sits back in her rocking chair and folds her hands on her lap and once more begins to lightly sway in a, a calming methodic rhythm. I'm gonna pass the water skin back to Ratora. Mm-hmm. Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> you didn't have to. Do it in front of her. We're behind the counter, right? Fifteen. Fifteen. I will not be right. punished for my hubris I, today. I guess I don't have to make the sleight of hand check, right? Uh, No, I'll say that yeah. you two are adjacent. He is the one doing the action. The skill check would be exclusively on him. So, yeah, we'll say that you, in full powerful Nesgrim form slide the water skin back over to Ratora's hip and fasten it to her waist. No My problem. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to see, succeed at that again. That's, no, that's, absolutely that's not. the one time we get mm-hmm. to do that. And I just jinx myself by saying I'm not going to be punished for my hubris, so I'm sure my next role will be in that one. She begins rocking methodically in her chair. Uh, rituals, so? rituals like this can be quite... Arduous, expensive, and very dangerous. Iris did warn us of some of that, yeah? Uh, yes. In order to sever a connection established between, hmm, uh, a mortal and non-mortal. Non-mortal? Yes. Don't you smell it? Can I smell it? No. No. Rotting, withering, yet breathing. Is that what you were able to smell? Yes. Hmm. In order to sever such a link, a great ritual will need to be performed on your behalf. And all will pay to contribute, or the ritual will fail. What is the price? Who is all? Who is all? Well, not I. 
I would be the arbiter of such situations. And there would need to be five at the points of the pentagram. <laughs> and I would, with Seraphina's assistance, she would create the poultice needed, and I would perform the spells. Um, you said all will pay. Yes. What is the price? Oh, I don't know. In theory, we understand that some force from each individual would need to be given up. Is the price not established prior to the ritual? No. We do not know. Again, only theories. Have you done a ritual like this before? No. Only theories. At this point, I will close my book. Hmm? Loudly in front of her. Mm -hmm. I will not take part. Well. I suppose then you'll need to find a different friend to assist. Or you need five to offer for the one. I would not want five people to have to pay on my behalf. I know. But if you want the way that I can offer you, this is the way. Kill it. You die. Or everyone pays a fragment. Those are my options. Or as I can see them. I'm gonna take my map out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. Iris had given me this. Said that it could help. Slide it across the table to her. Mm-hmm. She leans over and looks at it. Well. Of course. Some of the herbs required for the poultice would be found in some of these locations. As I said, it will not come cheap in gold or in the surrenders made of your friends. How much gold would you ask for? Well, I wouldn't ask for gold. I mean, in terms of the cost of all of these herbs. Mm. And the gems. Do you know roughly how much it would be? Well, Serafina would be able to tell you the price of the herbs. They're not something that she is able to procure. Most people are not. As far as the gems... Between four and five hundred gold. It's been very nice talking to you. <laughs> Perhaps we should 
try amputation. <laughs> Good luck. Do you know of any way to get in, in contact with this entity? I don't talk to demons. I make a habit of no longer talking to demons. Seems like a wise choice. It is. No and longer? I would caution you against it. Yes. I fear my options are limited. No longer. When did you last speak to a demon? Not my choice. I assume they rarely give others the option or the choice to do that. No, the brothers are quite stern. The brothers. Forgive me? The brothers. What of them? Who, who are the brothers? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to just dis try to discreetly kick Nazgrim. Hmm? Is it even worth doing it discreetly? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want her to see that I'm kicking him. Yeah, make a stealth check. <laughs> Drop kick him in the chest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we used up all the good. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Uh, 12. 12? Yeah. I mean, I'll say that she kind of notices, but is not insightful enough to glean that it was an intentional thing. It might be just accidental. Sure. But I mean, you see that she, like, looks at your foot as you kind of nudge him. Doesn't seem as though she's bothered. By sure. It. Yeah. Not inquisitive enough for me to react mm -hmm. to try to cover it. Yeah. Okay. Um. I assume that you you mentioned something about uh, the five giving up fragments for the one. She's got a lightly nods. Do you know what that would entail? What these fragments would be? I'll tell you that she, Sarah literally asked that. Oh, and she okay. said she okay. does not know. This is, again, a theoretical thing. Okay. And she has not performed this. Got and it. that is effectively her warning. Got is it. that, theoretically, it would work. There's no way for her to definitively tell you what payments you each would be making in the performance of this. Got and it. we can't afford it anyway. Sure. So unless unless someone's secretly rich, I don't have a single gold to my name. Yeah, I mean, you're assuming that these things need to be bought and not found. Yeah, that's the value that's of the true. Correct. things. You did say gems. Correct. Do you know how long before the brand um, grows to possess her? How long has the girl had it? Less than a day, right? It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Two days. Two I think. days? Two days. About two days. Days are blended together. Yeah, yeah, about a, it's about a day and a half yeah. now. About a day and a half. <laughs> um, a month? Perhaps two? Okay. Depends on what you do to incite its ire or welcome it into your heart 
I would recommend caution for using your magics. The odor grows ever more powerful. Welcome, Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not me this time. Mm-hmm. Um, My magic? Yeah. <laughs> magic didn't even get me here. Mm-hmm. It was a dagger. Unless. Pretty fucked up dagger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless. Mm-hmm. Forced. The gems that are required, that I would need, most can be found not too far from here, some in the lakes by the fellwood, some inside. And the mountain ranges. I fell far then, should hold all the gems that I would need, with a bit of luck and a keen eye. I'm sure you could find them. I'll do my best. Destiny will do its right by you. I hope so. I, I hope to free my friend from that. Free her. Yes. Freedom. Freedom is what we all strive for, isn't it? There is no freedom. Not in this part of the world. I suppose that's fair. Why do you say there is no freedom here? I have seen the end of all things. You believe that we do not have a choice in what we do, that we are on a track to the end? Destiny, as you called it, fate? Destiny comes in many forms and shapes. The circle in her hand. Infinite, everlasting, rotting away. Good luck. Thank you. Seems I'll need it. Yes. If you change your mind, and do pursue this, 
I will speak with Serafina. Or you may choose to. Where would we find her? At her shop. I had hoped to pay her a visit. Serafina's finest. What does she sell? She's an apothecary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you were out of the room. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, do you happen to know of any good blacksmiths? Blacksmiths? Yes. I need to repair my armor. Few produce goods of the quality that Christian does. What? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Does Christian do good work? Of course. You're referring to the the dwarven man with the... Yes. People do purchase his goods. I I don't think he agrees. No. We've met with Christian. He's not a a blacksmith, he's an enchanter. (laughs) I was thinking that, that he, like, the enchanted forge, the forge is an enchanted he is. I had that thought, too. Uh, I've seen the work he does, and... It left some to be desired. Yes. Not all of Christian's wares are as intended. But still effective? You just have to ask the right questions. Do you know the correct questions? The what? Do you know the right questions to ask him? The what? She clearly looks like she's bewildered and confused. You said, ask Christian the right questions. She just slowly blinks. I did? Yes. I did. Oh, dearie. Hello. Oh. Would you like to buy something? Uh, what do you have for sale? And I'll just kind of look around. She just looks around. Oh, I guess I'm all sold out. I'm sorry. You could come back another day and I will have things to sell. Would you like some water? I'm not thirsty. Thank you for your time. Time. Have a good day. I'll wave and smile as I slowly back towards the door. Yes, a good day. I hope the prophets have foretold of our good day. Yes, they have. So you've seen it. 
beautiful outside. Oh, yes, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, we'll be sure to give Iris your regards. You should. Nice lady. Indeed. Always there for me. She's Good night. Uh. Just gonna start gesturing towards the party. You may want to lock up when we leave. Uh, Maybe take a nap? Yes. Yeah. Lock the doors. Mm-hmm. Get some rest. Rest is helpful. <laughs> rest is helpful. Yes. Just continues to slowly rock in her chair. Back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walk out. Mm-hmm. I make a beeline for Ether's tent because it's right next door, right? Mm-hmm. So that depends mm-hmm. a little bit up, but yeah. yeah. I will say that as you guys all step out into the street and close the little door behind you, as you are closing the door, you hear inside. <gasps> the same noise that she made before. Mm-hmm. Is she going to be okay? I do not know. We should go to my tent where Felix is going and discuss in private, I think. Mm-hmm. While standing outside the door, would I have heard any of her furniture move around? or You may make a perception check, Worst. Seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. I'll say that since you're right at the edge of the door, I mean you hear the slight creaking of her rocking chair come to a halt. Nothing else. You're all standing here. Uh, yes, let's follow Felix. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Head to my tent. Sure. Yeah. You guys head back to Ethier's Bone Museum up the street. Do we see any light foot traffic on the way there? Going anywhere? Uh, I mean, in the area, yes. Uh, in terms of other things that are in this area, there's definitively homes and things like that that there would be light foot traffic. It does not look like there is anything approaching the storefront for Ethier's shop. Good. Mm-hmm. And you guys, yeah, uh, four buildings to the left, five buildings to the left as you ascend up the street and you go back inside of Ethier's tent and you guys see that you had taken pretty much everything down. Yeah. Pretty vacant in here. Mm-hmm. Looks almost <laughs> like an abandoned tent. Yeah, and I'll close the flap. The flap. Yeah, you guys are all standing here. I'll just start to rub my face. Oh. Felix, you may want to take a look at this, and I hand him the water skin. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe this. <laughs> I hand him the bloody rag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're standing here with a water skin and a bloody rag. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll I'll smell the water skin. Yeah, smells like incredibly potent alcohol, like moons, like moonshine. That's that's a bit a bit, bit much. Mm-hmm. I'll hand it back to Ratora. Mm-hmm. Bit very strong, and then the bloody rag. Does it 
Just look like a bloody rag. Just looks Smell like a bloody, different. Yeah, it just looks like a bloody rag. I mean, you don't have any kind of like inherently advanced sense of smell, and I'll tell you as well, Glenn, that while it was in your possession, your passive perception for smelling, you would know that it just smells like blood. Why did what? I'll hand it back to Forrest, confused. Mm-hmm. It's good. It could be magic. Same with this. Aren't you magic? I would check it myself, but I've been told not to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll, ar- I'll take it back from a tour and I'll arcana check them both. Uh, I mean, I'll permit you to do it on the wine. I'll tell you that again, arcana is more about your knowledge of a thing. And in terms of blood, it's not like you're going to be able to detect anything. But I'll permit you to do it for the for the wine, just to see whether or not there's anything that you would recall about wines of this potency. Uh, it's like ritualistic or anything. Correct, yeah. yeah. So, go right ahead, Paul. I'll start ritual casting detect magic too, just in case. Cool. Roll your burnout, though. Uh, so it's a 23 bonus. 23? I mean, I'll tell you that it smells like it's incredibly potent and that you would associate this almost with like a sedative in the utilizations for other magical procedures on people that need to be sedated. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she drank... It the How big was the cup? The goblet? Uh, yeah. Do you remember the old mortar that we used to have in oh, here? Yeah, yeah. It was that big? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's uh, why I was like this when I said she has a big-ass yeah. fucking goblet. I just goblet. imagine she was really small for some reason. No. But... Th- th- this, this could be, be used as a sedative. That would make sense. Perhaps for someone if they needed to... Something amputated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's incredibly strong. Um, Take that back. <laughs> had she drank the entire, I'll give it back to Retora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the entire goblet, she, she shouldn't be well uh, alive. That is, uh, or awake. Extremely concerning. I mean, I don't know if she was really what you would call awake. Mm-hmm. That is true. She was extremely out of it and seemed to forget things as we would ask it. Only Nesgrim spoke with her that, that one night. It was like three nights ago. Mm-hmm. But She seemed perfectly coherent and of sound mm-hmm. faculties then. And you said she seemed fine anytime she was in the bar before when mm-hmm. I've seen her. Yeah, I mean, she's consistently come in and had ailment and had wine with it and been pretty fine. Mm-hmm. She's also been consistently coming in later at night. She, she, she perhaps needed it after she said she had a bad night. Perhaps it was a magical ritual or procedure. She needed needed it after. But the, the, the amount and the potency if she had had a goblet full doesn't add up perhaps this is not the first time she has drank that liquid Ritora may I see that yes I'm gonna take it and I want to try and I want to sniff it but I want to try and discern see if I can discern what is in it okay like Fruits, herbs, sure. like what? What? Yeah, what notes can I find? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> Put a little on your tongue and advantage smell check. 
swirl it around. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll have a wine tasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be an 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you that it does not smell reminiscent of other wines that are served inside of Growlers. It feels as though whatever notes that are in this uh, are foreign to you. I'll describe them as having an incredibly... Uh, you know that bad taste you get in your mouth when you smell really strong licorice or anise? Smells like that, where it's like kind of like acrid and overwhelming, and like it hits you not just like in your mouth, but it hits you in your throat. It's like, oh god, that is fucked. Licorice is gross. (laughs) Yes, but I will tell you that again. Whatever made this, very foreign to you, but a very potent licorice smell. Sickly, sickly sweet. Is that what absinthe? tastes like somewhat similar yeah i mean as someone who's never had absinthe but mm-hmm. did like a google search once mm-hmm. <laughs> curious so, sarah very curious What's absinthe it's do? so it's so pretty mm-hmm. it is beautiful bottles <laughs> spanish absinthe was delicious so, so clearly that was the uh i'm just gonna i'm not gonna say it out loud i'm just gonna this <laughs> and look at you all. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I, I would. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm surprised she was as coherent as. Uh, mm-hmm. She yeah, was. I mean, again, what you're I'll, I'll tell you that definitively, it felt like she went through about four to five cycles of, of consciousness, unconsciousness, mm-hmm. consciousness, and that's why there were the discrepancies in her composure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It would make sense but, if she's literally drugged. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she was also a, 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 a thrall as well. I'm going to say it very softly. Mm-hmm. As the, you know, I'll do the opposite. It is very possible, I suppose, as we discussed, Felix. Um, I also have great concern over the name Seraphina. What's wrong with the name Seraphina? It contains the word Seraph. She she must cry. I mean, I, <laughs> perhaps. I do not trust coincidences any longer. <laughs> As Nesgrim stated a great many times. I have 80 episodes of experience with some kind of strange cursed dungeon master. And the names are always right, right in, front in front of, of me. God speaks to me cryptic, but not cryptic. <laughs> I'm. Well, I. I don't think this ritual is. A good idea. No. Mm-hmm. We could do it, but I will not take part. I do not blame you. I don't think any of us should take part. I... I fear for what it would unleash. She had very strange tattoos on her back and roared and seemed overly concerned when I mentioned seeing a dragon. I have trouble taking anything she 
she said at face value because of her state. She... And perhaps we should come back and visit her later and see if what she says aligns in the future with what she said now. It is possible she will not be as honest with us when she is in a more lucid state? It's possible, but her disposition might be a bit more palatable. I agree. Especially Agreed. if we return back closer towards later in the day. Usually around the time that she would come into the uh, the bar. I, I still have my doubts and fear for uh, contacting this entity. We should not, if you are referring to that, point to Rotor's hand. Yes. I don't know what other option we have. I. When, when you use your magic, must widen the bridge. Does it get bigger every time I use... I mean, I'll say that you feel a pulsation very briefly in your hand. It doesn't definitively grow immediately. Yeah. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you that you cast a spell and you can feel some of the extending cracks mm-hmm. reaching up towards your fingertips, that like the, or the base of your finger a little bit more. I think it's a very fair association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Nivora said... hinted at, at such... And I can smell the rot when you use your magic. It's incredibly unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Does the smell seem to grow from the last time I smelled it? Very faintly. I would say that as she casts, it kind of emanates out for you. You pick it up, and then mm-hmm. it fades and becomes concentrated again in the hand. Perhaps the source of your magics has changed. If you are bonded to whatever that is behind the brand. John, my warlock. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I turned into a warlock. I didn't say anything. With knowing what I was taught about magic, <laughs> would I know... <laughs> that she's a warlock? No, would I know how druid spellcasting would work? Uh, because of Luna? Yes. Yes? Yes. So, would I, when I make that association, I'm not too sure on my knowledge of druids, but I would assume that I have a fair knowledge of other classes where they get their powers through I mean, my it's... special interest in it. I mean, I would say that your awareness would be at least sufficient for you to make the association in that there is a comparison between the manifestations of power of, sure, Warlock mm-hmm. as a class in terms of packs made with some kind of entity. I will tell you that they're uh, not very common, 
I will also tell you that there is a fair equation between clerics with some kind of worship-related or belief system. Is... The same thing with paladins as well? Uh, yeah, again, the same conceptual ide- ideology of, you know, adherence to an oath, a belief system. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to smell my hand. Doesn't smell any different to you. The norm, like... Yeah. Permit me this. Um, we could try small experiment, if you're willing. I am not unwilling, but I would like to know. You, you druids use components, yes? Yes. Plant matter. Put them on the table. Basically empty your pockets of anything you would use to make magic happen. I mean... <laughs> you have your sprig of mistletoe? Or some other... Yeah, I have a, I have a focus. focus. I can't remember what it was. I mean, I leather, re- leather satchel with things inside of it um you know you can also have the sprig of mistletoe or a small little twig like wand type thing i would permit it's entirely up to you for what you think would be most appropriate for retora um i'll say sprig of mistletoe for now i remember thinking about this Mm -hmm. And then forgetting what That's I had, fine. like I, I made a conscious decision about this, and mm. I had forgotten what that decision That's fine. was. But honestly, probably before the hiatus, no it, worries. It was like back when I made her. Mm-hmm. Um, no worries. But yeah, I'll, I'll put my my components on. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Just taking them away from you, as far away as I can move. Hmm. I didn't Good think idea. you were going to take them. Make magic. Um, it's dirt, dirt ground. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'll cast. I'll use druidcraft and try to make uh, a flower grow. Technically, I can't make a flower. It has to be there already. Mm-hmm. So I guess just like a, an illusory effect of like a, like flower petals falling, falling. around. Cool. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as no. she puts her hands up, I would also just, just out of curiosity. Is that a cantrip or a spell? That's a cantrip. cantrip. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How you going? It's not awful. It's a 17. I thought we were going to stop at 7. So you're all standing here inside of Ethier's tent. Okay. Just to catch you up. Uh, The five of you are standing in here. You take her spell components away, and you ask her to make magic. You hold out your hand, your brand hand. Um, Dominant hand. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You hold out your hand, and I'll say that you guys are standing here in, like, I guess a little bit of a circle, Mm because you're all kind of trying to watch the magic as she holds her hand out into the center of all of you. And you watch as these pink petals 
begin to fall from slightly above. Sarah, make a perception check. Thirteen. You feel breathing on your neck. Oh, God. From behind you, as the petals drop. I turn around. As you begin to turn, you see out of the corner of your eye the lower half of the fractured skull of a wolf mouth, fangs shaking lightly with each breath. Can I reach out and grab it? As you turn and go to grab it, it disappears from your sight. And you look over to the side and you see nothing, only the walls of Ether's tent. Are you okay? Did you see that? See, see, see what? what? I look at my hand. You look at your hand. No. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes, John. You look at your hand, and you see this small smoke-like mist around the edges as it grows slightly in your palm, stretching again slightly up the base of your fingers. And you hear a whispering as you look. I see you. Can you see me? Who are you? You hear no answer. Ritura, what what do you see? You hear her say out loud, who are you? As she looks at her hand. I'm gonna look at the hand. You look at the hand? You look at the hand and you see just the, as I described, the little bit of growth stemming out from the black palm. So so you're saying we see a physical change? A little bit of growth. Again, you know, okay. centimeter. Not like right. it's... Just, again. Right. Uh, don't cast anything else. Not without your components, at least. The spell still worked. You do not have your focus. Do not channel anything without your focus at the very least. Don't don't use magic at all. It might be hard, Felix. (laughs) Do I smell anything? I'll tell you he does. Was it stronger this time? Stronger, and you also smell smoke from her hand. Like Like ash. wood smell? Like ash. Now, did it hurt Retora at all when it was expanding? No. Just a little chill in her hand. And the strong odor of rotting, decaying wood. And death. And ash. And I didn't smell anything. You did not. I will also, again, remind you all the meaning that was told for you of the name of Haas through Kar. Ash. Ash Hall. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Plenty of people can, can go about their days without ca- casting magic. I'm sure you can go, go without it while we 
pursue other avenues to remedy it. Mm-hmm. 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 Or you can embrace it like Bran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Take so it. glad you were a druid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> oh boy. John knew not to give it to me. I'll jump right in. Mm-hmm. Yup. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm beautiful. Oh, slashing, <laughs> slashing and piercing resistance. Thank you. <laughs> I came boy. here several days ago. Mm-hmm. Running from my teacher. wanting nothing more than to hide and not be seen by him. And in those few days, I now think I may need to speak with him. And I am trapped in this city. I don't know if that would be... There is no good option. There is no... There is no good idea. We know that Adrian and Delawin had worked together Presumably to the Sarah same. Sarah, make a wisdom save. Twenty, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Uh, wisdom save. Yeah. Yep. Dirty twenty. You feel the breath on the back of your neck at your spine, mm-hmm. and you hear a faint whisper that says. Just like someone breathing on the nape of your neck. Is it, does it disappear after that? Mm-hmm. Fades away. Does the voice sound familiar at all? To you? Uh, sounds familiar to... No, not no. to you. Not to me. Not to you. Okay. Um, presumably Delwyn and Adrian. Damn it, I said it again. <laughs> well, that was still the same <laughs> sentence. You wouldn't have you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> You didn't actually get interrupted. You would have just seen a chill go down my spine and me stand up Mm -hmm. a little bit straighter. Mm -hmm. Presumably they work toward the same goal. Um, I don't think he would be willing to help. At least not in a way that would correct the issue. I don't know if he'd be willing to help. But I know he is connected. I know he is tied to this. They're both members of the sanctuary, right? Is the name of the is the name of it? Sorry, what? They're both members of the sanctuary. Uh, the inner sanctum. Inner sanctum. That's Correct. It. I was yes. trying to remember. They both it, worked like, at the academy the inside of the inner sanctum. Yeah. Correct. Retora, and I will place my hand behind her mm-hmm. and run it up her spine mm-hmm. to her neck. Mm-hmm. Grab the back of her neck. Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel it? What? Is, is something grabbing you? Not grabbing. I mean, you are right now. Um, uh, other than me. <laughs> <laughs> no. You feel no other sensation other than Felix's hand riding up your back along your spine. Even it's a little wet. Wet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My hands are wet. I'm all, I'm all clammy. 
Rotora has the WAP, mm-hmm. but ass posture. <laughs> Kill him. Oh my god. I, I need him. you to leave. Kill him. The, the sentence just came out of your mouth. It's time to ascend, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all are standing here. So I don't think it would be a great idea to contact anyone. I am out of options. Iris had told me not to trust anyone from the Inner Sanctum. I do not trust him at all. That's why I'm here. I did. That was the mistake that I made. Gaining contact with them again is not going to do much better. Adrian didn't leave the Inner Sanctum to leave. He left to spread the word. (laughs) Spread the word of... The Defiled. Gain followers, presumably? Do you know to what end? To feed it, perhaps? Feed. Hopefully not what I have been doing for ten years. Uh, I... I I I think you have, and I'll remove my hand from... Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been feeding it for ten years. Adrian indicated as much. I guess he would know better than I would. But he was disturbed by the presence of Malo. Perhaps he's lied? Possible. Uh, He lied about a great many things. I... Do not know what to believe. I only know what I have been shown by the shaman in my town. And nothing more. John. Mm-hmm. There is no leaving or entering Oshwamp. You can leave the city. Or the South through the Felrost? It's a very large frozen ice wall. Mm-hmm. To try. Probably gonna die. I'll tell you that outright. Yeah. It's a very, very arduous journey. I mean, you could theoretically uh, try to descend through the mountain passes, but, you know, again, also remarkably deadly. Yeah. I'm um, saying there's a chance. <laughs> absolutely. We were told by Elseth. Not Elseth, damn it. Told by Iris. <laughs> Um, that Elseth had a sister named the Raven. Perhaps, perhaps Malo has some connection to Elseth's sister. And perhaps the Raven was in opposition to the Defiled. It would seem that way, given the attack on Ritura. Indeed. Um, I'm not sure what we may be able to do with that information, but... I think we need to talk to our friends at the tavern, or Iris again. Perhaps we should speak with Sephira first. Seraphina? Mm-hmm. Oh, Seraphina. Mm Mm-hmm. That is an option I had hoped to... 
find work with her. Seems like uh, I would hide ago. that. Well, I mean, I thought my skills might be useful, but I don't have them at the moment, so. I'm gonna that... pull my cloak aside and pull a hand axe out. <laughs> Thank you, but no. You're not getting these back. This is yours now. <laughs> uh, Glenn, I can't, I can't use it. Hmm? Metal weapon. Druids won't use metal weapons. Oh. Yeah. Well, pull out my bone short sword. Forgive me. She has a stick, guys. I got a She's stick. Got a quarter stick. Right. Mm. Uh, no. I also have no intention of using any more swords or blades mm. made of bone. Fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if if you're going to be, be using that a bit more, we we should spar. Bam! I'm um, sorry. Do you have a Do you have a weapon? Felix, yeah, have a quarter staff. You have a quarter staff as well. Never. You've only seen me use it once. Yeah. Only you and Felix, given my training with hand-to-hand combat, perhaps it's best if I instruct her. Yeah, get close together. D- didn't you die? <laughs> Several times. Not, uh, not I, even I watched once. you get n- knocked out by bandits that crashed into the orphanage and, and then I leave for a, a day and I hear you die I, I did kill one of the bandits though <laughs> he won for one dude it's fine yeah it was a fair trade <laughs> is KDA <laughs> oh god that's not good yeah your KDA is not good <laughs> it's real bad dude <laughs> but, but perhaps you could uh, assist us yes I, I'll be happy to help yeah. from, from a distance mm-hmm you can watch from the corner. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Is it still early? Yeah, it's it's around like 10 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m. now. It's very early in the day. Got a whole day ahead of you. Plenty of stuff uh, to do. Yeah. There is one more thing. Uh huh. I think I should test. Okay. It's fine. Is it though? I'm gonna Fusion turn dance? into a cat. Oh. oh. I'm sure that's gonna go well. Oh, no. Make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Goodbye. How's that going? Twelve. <laughs> you watch as Ritora before you begins to utilize her wild shape again. Glenn, you smell exuding out from her palm a very acrid, strong sense of smoke. Again, like things are on fire. You begin to shape into a small cat And you all watch in horror as it twists and grows. What color cat would you like to be? White. White? It would have been. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but (laughs) (laughs) sounds like I'm not going to be a white cat after this. And you watch as this small white cat 
grows and expands and twists, transforming into a wolf in front of you. And Sarah, you hear as you're transforming and you're a cat for just a second, mm -hmm. you hear a voice inside your head once more whisper out, no weakness now, no more. And you instead shape into a wolf. Your friend's standing here like a wolf. Color is the wolf. White. White. Still white. Okay. My ears are back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Size relation to regular wolves, how big is she? Slightly larger. Ritora. Or, I didn't pause. So we stole the cat and then it twisted. Yep. I don't think that worked. Not as intended, no. Actually, mm -hmm. in this uh, form, does she continuously smell? Mm -hmm. I wonder what her wolf paw looks like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What's it look like? So you hold her hand, well, paw, <laughs> and you turn her paw over. The beans. Yeah, I don't think so. No. The pad is jet black throughout, mm -hmm. in the way it would be. Like a normal. Like a normal wolf yep. foot. Glenn, you continue to smell the odor exuding all around her. I'm gonna check the other paws. Yeah, I'll tell you that you check the other paws individually, one at a time, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> My nails clipped. <laughs> yeah, each of the paws looks as though it should. So it smells like something's currently burning, right? Like the the smells ash like smell smells it like smoke. Smells and... like she's exuding ash. Is there like a heat to the smell almost that I can like yes. smell a fire? Like yes, an ever raging <sighs> inferno. Uh, I, I don't see any sign, signs of it. Mm -hmm. I can. Mm -hmm. She smells of ash and fire. Ears go back again. <laughs> no. You oh, might my want... ears go back. <laughs> even, even now? Consistently. You might want to transform back. Ch change back. Yes. Oh. Make a wisdom save, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I'll, I was afraid it was going to go both uh -huh. ways. I knew where that was going to go. I gotta know. Oh, no. You cannot conclude your wild shape. What? You what? cannot conclude your wild shape. What? You use divine sense. You use divine sense. Can you please read again once more what you detect? It's fiends something and undead, not behind total cover within 60 feet. Fiends celestial and undead? Celestial and undead, yeah. Celestial, fiend, undead? All of the above, John. <laughs> oh, welcome me. You mm. use divine sense, and you I'm emanating frantic as I try to emanating out from her mouth as she breathes. Sorry, divine sense also allows me to detect good and evil. You sense emanating out from her mouth, undead. Um, her breath is undead. She smells of rotten fire, so... 
makes sense. I would guess it is inside Nothing is burning. I will also clarify and say that you smell fiend. Well, sense fiendish. And I... Fiend and undead? Mm-hmm. Uh, so not, not good. <laughs> um, you also said you can detect evil? Good and evil, yeah. It's evil. <laughs> and it's, it is very malicious and evil. I'll open my mouth. Oh, no. No. Uh, don't. Uh, do not do that. Nazara uh, said that, that the, 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 the souls were joining? Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, p- perhaps that process uh, in- involves b- burning away the hosts? Mm-hmm. Cleansing her with fire, perhaps. Just the theory. I, I I wouldn't call it cleansing. Defiling. Perhaps. I I know this is slightly Did you ever out. Your detect magic. Uh yeah, I guess I would have. Sure. You cast detect magic. Yeah, I ritual cast it. Yeah. Cool. Uh oh, that's right. You yeah. had rolled your burnout die previously. Yep. Yeah. What things are out right now that I need to think of? At the time, we were wondering about the. Uh... The wine. The wine. The the wine. I feel like we're past that at this yes. point. <laughs> uh, you sense nothing from the wine. I'll tell you that the wine okay. is definitively not magical if you would have, you know, had this going. Sure, sure, sure. I will tell you that you have not been the one yet to cast Detect Magic in the presence of Ancient Magic. You sense that shit pouring out of her <laughs> mouth like smoke wreathing out from her with each breath. Beyond that, I mean, druidic wild shape does not exude a school of magic, sure. but her mouth ancient like puffs of a dark, ancient, malevolent magic. Okay. Uh, good news, bad news. Wine, not magic. Good. Just drugs. Better. Uh, you uh. are... No. <laughs> Stop it, please. Your mouth is is exuding a dark and ancient magic. I feel kind of offended. Very bad. <laughs> very mm. evil. Mm. Very old. That sounds familiar. I'll just nod. Mm-hmm. What I know enough about fiends and undead, I, I know it's slightly outside the scope of uh, divine sense, but would I get the sense that what I'm sensing is angry? Or rageful. I would tell you that it is the same thing as she described of the dagger. Hungry. Okay. Okay. Ritora? Any time? I don't know. What what do you mean, no? I do not think she can. Are you not able to switch back? Well, that is going to be a problem. We can't very well walk through the city with a wolf. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, thought I was the good boy. <laughs> You're not a wolf forced. For example, you can speak. You walk on your two legs. I'll stand up on my two legs. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's ooh. <laughs> That's scary. Um, I'm gonna grab the rag off the table. Hmm? Throw it on the floor in front of her. Does she have any reaction to it? Yeah. 
What? Oh, yeah, Sarah. Oh, no. You see a bloody rag, and you feel a ravenous hunger. Make a wisdom save. Oh, no. I asked That's right. I was looking for them primal urges. Uh (laughs) Am I losing my sense of self? What on earth? Wisdom save? Yeah. It's a 15. You kind of lurch towards it. And I'll say that you will see her move her head down and her mouth opens. Uh, uh, have, 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 any, have you seen Ritora leave the, her forms when, when she does not want to? I was unconscious last time she wild-shaped. Mm-hmm. You guys, w- you would have been conscious when she was knocked in the Desiel no, fight. You all saw me when Corin yeah, squashed that's Correct, yeah. that as well. Right. Or did I conclude that? No, he, he stepped was, on yeah. you. <laughs> um, Smushed your little rat body. I am not sure if we want to attack this and force her to change? I am not sure it would change back into Ritora Nesgrim. It might look like Ritora. It might not be Ritora. So, so, so you're saying we should let her continue to burn in this form? I, I do not know what to do. I'm going to say no one stopped her. You bite the rag. And you guys watch as her snarling jaws clench around this bloody rag. Oh, no, we're feeding it! And pull it into her mouth. Uh, Retor, drop that. Spit it out. out. (laughs) What's in your mouth? (laughs) You can't. I can't. Stop it. Nope. Uh, you fear? I I think you may be right. You nudge her? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you feel a twinge in your head. Doesn't make her drop it. John, is this a normal wolf stat block? Mm-hmm. Is your mouth closed or open? Uh, it'd be closed. I want to grab her Tora's mouth. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make a strength check. I'm going to say good luck and cast guidance. Mm-hmm. Guidance is D4 or advantage? Yeah, D4. D4. <laughs> God, DJ. Said strength? Yeah. Shit, I rolled higher than you on the D4. Uh huh. Damn. I rolled a 4 on the D4. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. You're welcome. That's an 11. Sarah is mine now. <laughs> you grip around the edges of these, you know, the jowls of her mouth and try to pull her jaw open. And she clenches tightly on your fingers. She's not going to drop it. You take three piercing damage as her oh, teeth no. puncture oh, no. along your fingers. And your blood begins to seep down oh, her no. jowls. And you open your mouth, dropping the rag. 
and begin greedily licking at Nesgrim's blood along what your have gums. I done? I'm gonna smell the blood and tell him to step aside. I'm gonna step in front of Nesgrim. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm backing up quickly. Yeah, I mean, you step in front of Nesgrim. She's sitting here. What did you say you're doing, Glenn? I smelled the blood and I'm gonna tell him to move. Yeah. You take a step back, you step in front. You're standing in front of Nesgrim between him and Ritora. In the area that we're it's... standing, what is the room like? Uh, the interior of the tent is a dirt floor. Don had taken up all the things and disassembled the shelves. Correct. So, the inside of like a circus tent. It's relatively empty. Very empty. Yeah, really there's like empty. a table or something. And there's no, so- like any sort of solid walls around, right? Nope. Just tent and then a caravan at the front. Mm-hmm. It's like no wheels into the ground. But mm-hmm. Would yeah. I have any reaction to harming Nesgrim? To biting his hand? Nope. Because of the 15. Nope. Mm-hmm. Is she still posturing towards him and the rag? No, she's concentrated on licking the blood from her jowls. Okay, so she's, she's, not, long... she's not hunched in a, an aggressive mm-hmm. stance anymore. Nope. Uh, Ether, you're standing in front of me? Mm-hmm. I pass a length of rope to Ether. Yeah, make a slight hand check. Two. Oh God! <laughs> you Here's some rope, pal. Rope, and you pull it around in front of Ethier. Yeah, you like hit me. What? I mean, yeah, Sarah. I'm gonna say that we absolutely have a high enough passive perception to see that too. Are you sure? Oh yes, we do. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Just in case. Am I? Do I look like a wolf wrangler, Nesgrim? Do I have any... Like, do I know what's going on? I'm just unable to stop it. You feel like you're in someone else's body. Like you're a quiet observer. Seeing. Tasting. But not in control. Do any of my, like... Postures or facial expressions... Of your own, kind of like exude through? Sure. I would say individuals would be able to see still in your eyes a Mm -hmm. sense of panic. Ritora, I'll say into her mind, Mm -hmm. Ritora, change back. I can't. Yeah, you're capable of responding, I will tell you that. I'm stuck. How, how, How do we get you out? Four hours. Wild shape. Is it up to four? We're level three. Or is it three hours? It's one hour. It's one hour still. Yeah. Really? Wow. That is much shorter than I remembered. Oh, it's it's you're correct. It's half level. Yeah, I was down. gonna say like. <laughs> I thought it was total level, half no. level. So yeah, I mean you wait. Out I the mean, hour. in most situations, I wish. Mm-hmm. In this one, I'm pretty happy that it's just an hour. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I mean, I would tell you that you have an awareness mm-hmm. that you know that you can only do this for an hour if yeah. you would want to inform him of that. There's a time limit. Um, only about an hour. Usually, I don't know. This has never happened before. So, so you suggest we wait? 
I have to wait. I, I don't want to hurt anyone. I guess we should wait then. Oh, no, wait, I'm not there, yeah. damn it. They're talking about <laughs> You pop into the head. Hello, get out of there! <laughs> You're still dealing with the fact that there is a, <laughs> a huge wolf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just uh, bit your hand. Mm -hmm. And also Retora. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. I'll look at <laughs> shall, shall we tie her? I, I do not think that is a good idea. If she is not fully in control of what she is doing, clearly... We do not oh, okay, would you like me to open the, the tent and let it run free? I'm going to walk back behind Felix and Rotora. I think if we attempt to tie it, it may attempt to run. If we wait, that may be the best option. Let me take my rope out of my bag. Mm-hmm. Make a sleight of hand check. It did seem she was uh, quite interested in the taste of my blood. What was it? That one. <laughs> oh, I was gonna oh. say because I mean you're behind me. I know my passive. I minus five on my possessive. Per, my possessive. <laughs> my pizzazz. My pizzazz. Uh, yeah. So I mean you just kind of like unfurl it and it like all drops on the ground. <laughs> uh. So I mean we hear it. We're aware. <laughs> Only like that we stop. <laughs> Everyone stop. <laughs> Nesgrim sit in the corner or something please maybe don't sit stand sit. so that you can run if something happens I want to be wolf just mm -hmm. back away please um, you're between us I think I'll be fine mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. corner please thank you okay this is my establishment I'll just go stand in the corner yeah. thank you you don't have to you... face the corner <laughs> that's that's easy facing the corner. <laughs> I don't like wolves <laughs> turn around and just Look at everybody. <laughs> Felix, you can speak to her. What did she say? She she said that she can't change change back and that it will only last about an hour. She, she thinks. Okay. I want you to tell her something for me. She, she can hear you. Retora. And kind of spin around and look at me and I hold mm -hmm. up my rope. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, no, I mean, I hear the voice. Yeah. I'll turn my that's, head in your direction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this. Going to put a harness on your shoulders. <laughs> and I just hold it out, both mm -hmm. hands. It's to keep you safe. I sit on all fours and begin breathing heavily, panting, <laughs> still facing that way. So it's like they, you kind of look behind, or are you still like, are you facing me? Facing you, facing is me. Is that? Mm-hmm. Is that anxious panting? No, excited. So I'm gonna approach up. Throw it around the neck. Twist. Mm -hmm. Under the shoulders. Mm -hmm. Over the back. Mm -hmm. Extension off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You tie a harness. Just still sitting here. I suppose we wait then. Does this 
wolf version of me, mm -hmm. since I'm sharing a body mm -hmm. with it, have any ill intent or just natural instincts of a wolf? I will tell you that as he's putting the harness around, mm -hmm. you get this pervasive thought of, I want to be here. This is where I belong. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna hold the rope and stand mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. Just asserting my dominant position <laughs> over top of the rope. <laughs> Heel! <laughs> Yeah. Just a bit of a tail wag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, genuinely. Tail yeah, I'm begins... part dog. I'm going to assert my dominance. Tail begins to <laughs> wag very lightly. Forrest, you have a hold on her. Yes. Just going to lower. Don't go sticking your fingers in her mouth now. I won't. Just going to lower my bloody hand down to like eye level, not S next to. Him. Not next to. But for the love of oh, God. from where you're standing. You're right. From where so I'm you're standing. You're over there, and you hold down your bloody hand. Is there any reaction from Ratora? I mean, I'll tell you that since you're not discreetly doing this, you can see the eyes concentrate on you, and the mouth closes. Does tail stop wagging? Tail stops wagging. Scrim, put your fucking hand away. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick my hand back up. Bandage clean that. It, clean it off. Bandage mm -hmm. it. Do something. You are wearing armor, Nesgrim. I love it. I mean, it just continues to sharply, keenly stare at you. Uh, do you have <laughs> anything to wipe it off with? And then bandage yourself, please, Nesgrim. Perhaps you could he heal yourself? Is that a thing that you can do, Nesgrim? Uh, not currently, no. Um, do you use all your lay on hands? I used it when he got knocked by the Allop. Have we taken a long rest since yes. then? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, slept. what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I came downstairs cursed the next day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I made you breakfast. You didn't even okay, think, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure it was eggs. Don't remember. Mm -hmm. Fucking Nesgrim. Mm -hmm. I still applied the three damage. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna use one lay on hand to heal my hand. I'm yeah. gonna lay on hand on my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all are standing here. Perhaps we should wait out the hour. I suppose. I'll open my notebook. Mm-hmm. To just glance through it. Mm-hmm. Ethier? Yeah, yes. Do you have any spare bones? Preferably long bones. I do. I'm gonna walk over to the entrance area and. Don't you start. have the one that you put in front of horse like the day? Oh before. yes, I do. <laughs> I'll take that one out. Here you go. And I break it. Mm -hmm. Give you the smaller half. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we absolutely... We like that. We like that very mm -hmm. much. And you feel this overwhelming satisfaction and glee this as a, you gnaw on this. A, a good, a good pop. <laughs> this is good. This is right. This is satisfying our hunger. Anything you all would like to do during this hour in which we watch over Wolf Retora? Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm... 
I didn't mean to do this. Happens. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I figured it was better than having to find out while we were, like, you know. In a in fight. combat? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have been worse if I had been a bear. Mm-hmm. Or tried to be a bear, turned into a wolf instead. <laughs> yeah. Nothing you guys think you would want to do during this hour? I'm going to stow the other half of that bone. Hmm? Sure. Um, actually... I'm going to chew on a bone. It might be a waste, but I'm going to try it anyway. Um, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Ratura. Sure. Read the spell. Uh, ward a creature within range against attack mm-hmm. until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature. Yeah, the wisdom save. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely cast. Uh, roll your burnout die. I'm good. Is it a touch spell? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet? Cool. Yeah, you from your corner cast Sanctuary. You see this uh, thin, pale white, uh, vibrating light appear around the body of the wolf. Mm hmm. Yeah. And we're going to hang out here for this hour and ensure that Ritora is safe. We numb on this bone for a lovely, happy hour. <laughs> and at the end of the hour... It's just like happy dog. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> rolling around. Yeah, she begins, you know, like rolling around and incredibly playful. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the hour, you transform back on the ground, bone still <laughs> in your mouth, just... <laughs> And you see Ratora lying here on her back. Welcome back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you want the bone or you hand? <laughs> Give me it back. <laughs> no, I'm giving bone. you my hand to get like to stand back up. I'll take your hand and Cool. I'm gonna take your harness off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, keep it, I'm gonna keep it set and just put it back in my bag. Yeah. They're just tears mm-hmm. running down. Taurus face. Mm-hmm. What I miss? We waited the hour, and mm-hmm. she, con- the wild shape, naturally concludes. Glenn okay. helped her to stand up and removed the harness from her, and Ratora is standing here crying. Y'all are here. Ratora, are, are you are you okay? No? I don't know how to answer that question. A fair answer. I am... I guess no. Nothing about this is okay. May I see it? You hold your hand out, and you see that trailing up your fingers, almost to the tip of your hand, are these black spraying lines, though, you know, ink splots, that stem around your fingers, going towards the tips of your fingers, and you can see that they begin to wrap around your fingers. Almost like, um, they look like roots, yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. Has it traveled any further down? Well, it's just around it's the edge. It stays the, right here. Yeah, it's around the edge of the palm. So I was thinking over this past hour, mm-hmm. um, 
could be dangerous. Indeed. <laughs> Adrian had a tattoo of... Oh, shit, I didn't see the tattoo. Of what? Uh, the Ankh on Nivara's leg. Mm, correct, you did not. Never mind, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I think... No. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't imagine that would have come up for one of you guys to tell me about it. No, I mean, Don just said she has a lot of tattoos on her. He did not say what. Right. And he did not correlate that for anyone, so that is uh, in the ether. <laughs> uh, God damn oh it, Don. Don. <laughs> um, oh, satisfying. <laughs> Adrian had a tattoo of an onk, as well as a defiled or a black claw. Mm-hmm. The monks that attacked us, if I remember correctly, also had tattoos. You mean the two brothers? I mean, yeah, they had religious symbols on them. You didn't really see them very well, though. Right. I wonder if perhaps the tattoos are in some way uh, giving them abilities or granting them a special type of prowess. It is a very interesting thought. Now that you mention it, Nivara did have some interesting ones herself. It is perhaps related to things she has seen. Perhaps. Perhaps the scales are related to the amount of times that she has seen some sort of destiny. A counter of some kind. Maybe. I just wonder if... Correct me if I'm wrong. When we were fighting the brothers, their tattoos did, like, glow, right? Like, we had some indication... Chakram glowed. That's what it was. Okay. Man, I was about to say baller. You said that Adrian had an unk tattoo, correct? Yes, he had one on his bicep. Did it have an eye in it, perhaps? It did not, no. Interesting. She does work in a place called the Cursed Eye. We have seen several cursed eyes in our time together. A very short time. Did Nivara also have an unk tattoo? She did on her leg. With an eye in it. She works at a place called the Cursed Eye. Adrian had a cursed eye. The hags have cursed eyes. Lot of eyes watching us, Nesgrim. Felix's eyes are cursed. <laughs> Felix's See, eyes. See, I made right. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll laugh a He's little a bit. He's a good boy. He's <laughs> a very good divorce. I didn't good, like good it. Good one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like jokes. They're not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Understandable. Yes, I, I wonder if somehow the tattoos are granting them abilities I, I don't think it would necessarily be for example with Adrian where the tattoo is granting him the ability to be a Revia you know that to not be the case unless you have tattoos I do not right so bare skinned perhaps perhaps they are to hide something you mean cover something? Y- yes. Interesting thought. Yeah, I. I do wonder if them both having an Ankh tattoo is not necessarily a tattoo of dedication, but more a tattoo for a purpose, I guess is what I'm getting at. Do, do we know if she ever traveled the, into the 
cathedral, or, or if she... Who? Studied with Adrian? Nivara? Yes. No one knows, no one asked. It's something to consider. Um, it's nothing we can definitively prove right now, but... Definitely not something you would want to ask so soon after his passing, too, as to... Right. The less questions the we trail furthest away from him. The less questions we raise about Adrian, the better. Something we could perhaps. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. It's a regular sneeze. Holy you shit! Did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> what did you do? I felt my shoulder pop. Before sneeze damage. <laughs> um. Uh. So, we know that Nivara is the seer, right? That's something that she... We don't know that. We don't know she that. Was, it, it, yeah, it's I thought she assumed that. Yeah, okay, so... what was said. If we assume that Nivara is the seer... <laughs> don't say it out loud. Okay. If Nivara is the... Mm-hmm. I wonder... That seems to mean a lot of things in it this does. circle. Who is... And I symbolize writing. For Naivara, if Iris is older... I, I thought it was Iris. Iris being older does not necessarily... I don't know if she, she is was... that for Naivara, though. Is Naivara human? Naivara is a half-elf. Half-elf. Or... Hold on. Half-elf? No, let me check. Uh, didn't she say she was the scribe? Iris did, yeah. Yeah, Iris did. Yeah. What? But she not for who? Yeah, Iris said that she right. was yeah. a scribe, but oh, she yeah. didn't say who she was. She can't give out that information. Right. And Iris is also an elf. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's an elf. Full elf, not half elf. She's okay. ancient, too. Who? Iris. Iris is very old, yes. Yeah. yeah. You don't know Nivara's age. Is okay. Nivara's half elf? No, full, full elf. elf. Full, full elf. elf. Gotcha. Okay. And she said that she wrote down the the prophecy forty years ago. Thirty. Thirty. Mhm. 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 So it's it's well within the time frame that she. Yeah. Damn. Perhaps Navarro fills that role. I think so. I think perhaps we need to speak with Iris or Luna or Faye. First, we should, we should. I, th I think we should still speak with Seraphina. I suppose it probably will not hurt. We need more information before we attempt to solve what this is and save Ritora. I agree. And perhaps when we're done with Serafina, we can check in with Christian once more and see how he made out with that dagger. I, Sounds good. If what Nivara said is true, it's possible we'll have to be making some expeditions. And it may be better for my armor to be in order first. I already have a hard time staying on my feet as it is. 
True. Like to not make it any easier. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. To Serafina's then. Cool. Anyone know where Serafina is? Is she on your list of shops, Don? Or are you, Glenn? We. I'm gonna guess no. But. <laughs> I kind of thought you guys knew. Nope. Oh well. That's just so. Yeah, you have to know. It doesn't it. tell you where it is, though. It just says Seraphina's finest. Hmm. Well, maybe we can earn a few gold. Could, could, while we're there. could just ask a guard. Could. Mm-hmm. I do not. So there's no address on the. Uh... Nope. Perhaps we could ask Luna. Maybe she would know. If she is at the tavern. I, I think we'd be better off asking Luna than a guard. Uh, we don't know what type of reputation Serafina has. Perhaps it's best we don't associate ourselves with her too soon. It is quite she... possible that Luna might be out on town, but we could check. Serafina does own a shop here, and I sold literal bones. I don't think the guards would question if I asked the location of a shop of an apothecary. Perhaps. They generally left me alone when I walked through town, literally carrying handfuls and bagfuls of bones from out on my trips. I do not think it would shock them for me to ask. That's fair. As a fellow shop owner. That's fair. Right. Well, I suppose let's go find a guard then. Yes, we should go together, but let me approach... I will let Solo. you do all of the talking. Just don't go near them at all. I won't. Just stay back with the rest of the group. I will walk up alone and speak to them. Cool. Pulling that hood all the way up. Mm-hmm. Me as well, as we walk out, hide my hair. Mm-hmm. Hell hood here, let's go. I just kind of look... I don't think I'm even trying at this point. I look defeated. Mm-hmm. Just dragging my feet through the snow. Mm-hmm. Frazzled hair, just... Everywhere. I think I fixed it since then. (laughs) (laughs) So the five of us step outside of the carriage of curiosities. Mm -hmm. We're back out onto the street. Uh, I would say that, Don, you would know that your best bet is uh, southwest of you at the corner of the walls are the areas in which there is the... uh, portcullis towards the guard tower that exists there at the front. You know that there's always a guard in front of the portcullis. Okay. Yeah, we'll head there, and then when we get close enough, I'll walk up solo. Sure. Uh, do I know this guard? Um... What day is it? Noon? Uh... Yeah... Hmm... Yes. You know this man's name is Frederick. Okay. Uh, so he's about six-ish foot, early 30s, uh, short brown hair. You know that he's pretty amicable, pretty friendly. Sure, yeah, I'll walk up to him. Uh, good afternoon, Frederick. Uh, hello again. Uh... Uh, Ethier. All right. Um, a 
quick question for you. Uh, do you happen to know where Serafina's finest shop is? We have heard things about it and wish to visit. Mm, I'm surprised you don't know. Uh, not far from here. West End of Thieves Alley. Thank you kindly. By the wall. Thank you. Of course. Have a wonderful day. Uh-huh. Have a good day. You as well. Yeah. Walk back to the... I'm very concerned. It's fine. It's, I'm sure. I'll walk it's back totally to the, fine. It's totally fine. It's totally uh, fine. Yeah, I'll walk back to the group. Hmm? Yeah, he watches you as you return back to your friends. This way, friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll follow you. Yes. I'll lead us to Thieves Alley. Cool. As you're walking back and he watches you, uh, the other four of you make perception checks, please. Goodbye, dice. Oh, it's a nat one. Oh, you're blind, Paul. Mm-hmm. Snow gets in your eyes. <laughs> Ether's uh, just so handsome. He's starting to freeze. You know, I throw my hair back. This might be sun. my highest roll of Oshwamp it's, yet. Hmm. It's 22. Oh, same. 12. 12, 22, yeah. 22, 12. I'm going to say that the two of you notice that uh, this man, after Ether comes up and talks to him, he looks over in your general direction as Ether returns to you all. Just kind of looks curiously at everyone and then turns back towards the portcullis and reaches inside and pulls the lever. And you watch as the gate ascends and he steps inside and pulls the lever. And Ethier returns to you as the portcullis descends. Where is this? Southwest corner of the area in which there is again kind of like a rampart. There is a tower that is out there. Would the portcullis rising and falling be audible to Ethier as he was walking away? Sure. I'd say it's loud enough where you would hear the chains. You just know that the portcullis opens. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would think anything of that. Sure. I didn't see him look at them or do anything. Yeah, yeah. You turned and walked away. So, you know, yep. you rejoin your four friends. Yep. Uh, Ether, that man walked back behind the portcullis. that a thing guards do? Regularly? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He uh, looked very interested in us as you were walking away. Okay, uh, everyone put your hoods up, please, and let's get to move on, then, if you are being looked at. I agree. Perhaps the best thing to do is to and get out of here. Yep. My hood was up after we walked out of your tent. Mine wasn't. Rutora puts her hood up. Yeah. I'm assuming Felix does not. I do not have a hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five of you are standing here. Cool. Unless the cloak that I purchased uh, was hooded. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, then I, I would be able to put it up. Yep. The, uh, I believe it's wolf, mm-hmm. wolf fur. Mm-hmm. Nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Is that you, Paul? <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Dad? Uh, yeah, so I mean, Don, you know that Thieves Alley is the street that's on the other side of the Quiet Night. Yep. Are you cutting through the alley, or are you going towards Guard Hot Guards Highway and walking up the center of the city, or the center of this district? Uh, I'm gonna go through the alley, given that they just pointed out guards being just weird. Cool. I'm gonna check my pass. And okay. it's near my stuff. I walk over there all the time, so. Mm-hmm. 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 Cool. You guys are all cutting through these alleys. Uh, as you hit Beggar's Alley, you 
see that you are again in very close proximity to quiet night doesn't look like there is much foot traffic going in or out of it it doesn't really sound like there's anything going on from inside of it uh, but I'll have the five of you as you're walking through these alleys and again traversing over uh, make perception checks Whew, perception check fun mm-hmm. Fourth scared oh shit I'm bad at these. Ten. 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 Eighteen. Twenty-four. Nice. Nineteen on the dice, I know. Cool. I'm rolling hot tonight. Uh, I will say that anybody who had rolled over a a fourteen, you recognize as you're walking by that three buildings down from the quiet night is a rundown brick building that looks like it has sections inside of the brick that are missing. Uh, but you get the similar odor, and I'm guessing you're in close enough proximity you would smell the same fires of an anvil and of a forge lit. And as you're walking by in this distance, you see this rundown brick building that you can definitively discern is some sort of blacksmith. Um, it's up to you guys if you would like to stop here, but I will say that it is something that you all do notice in your pass here. You said if anybody that rolled above a 14? 14 and above. Okay, cool. Uh, Would I know if this is the other blacksmith in the area? Because I do know the other one. Do you know the name, the Warren Edge? I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Olug. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Rundown brick and mortar building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly as described. Um, Dungeon master. <laughs> it sounds like there may be a uh, blacksmith here. Yes, his name is Olug. He's a half-orc man. Should we stop in and see if he can repair my armor? Um, sure, I suppose you could leave it at least talk to him. Yes, while we're here, I mean... Don't say anything offensive, Nesgrim, please. I'll do my best. His appearance is a bit jarring. He's a nice man, but a little loud. That's fine. I've seen enough jarring things today. I doubt it'll be any more abrasive than what happened earlier when Retora bit me. Sure, let's not talk Another. about that. Another. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we're going in. Yeah. You guys I'm are wait outside. I think that that's for the best. Uh. Yeah, you guys, the other... Paul, would you as well enter? I don't know. Would I notice that Vorst stayed outside? Yeah, I would think that he would politely stand off to the side. I would excuse myself. I'll wait out here. How big is this place? Mm, A little bit larger than this room. Maybe this room and the bathroom. So, I mean, everyone would be able to fit, Mm -hmm. but... Maybe. I'll, I'll stand with Vorst. Mm-hmm. I'll stand outside as well. Mm-hmm. So you go inside with Nesgrim? Yep. Yeah. I mean, you see the uh, familiar, quite tall half-orc man that you know is named Olug. Good afternoon, Olug. Hey there. How are you today? Uh, not bad on the day. Very good. Uh, I believe I might have a customer here for you. Need some armor repair done. Appreciate it. Hello. Hello. Yes, I need my armor repaired. He just said that. Right. Uh, how much would I would it cost for the repair? For the chain mail? Correct. 
to repair it. Right. Seven gold. <laughs> that may be drastically more than I have. Poor? Yes, indeed. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Not a waste, but when you get the gold, feel free to come back. You need any favors or anything, Danolog? Favors? Anything we can help you with? Uh, I mean, if you find anything could teach, Olug, would appreciate. Sure. I'll keep my eyes open for you, my friend. Finished conversation. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, thank you. He uh, said, "Finished, Nesgrim. Come on, let's go." What is he? What is he? Half orc, Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> so while they were inside, mm-hmm. I would do my best to avoid being in front of the window or the door in any any way, shape, or fashion. Yeah, I would say that you're, you know, effectively a building over in the alley, and you're fine. But curiosity does get the better of me. Sure. Would you like to peep in? I would like to just like, real quick. I want. I want to get a look at this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's about six foot eight. Looks pretty young. Uh, he looks incredibly poor. Uh, clothes are wrinkled, ripped, tattered, tan pants. His shirt itself has large marks where it looks as though they've been ripped like the sleeves to be able to, again, fashion like tightly. It doesn't look like he really has many sets of clothes. This dude is uh, not doing great. And he's got a, a, a ripped, kind of tattered, frayed gray apron over his chest and, you know, his waist. What's his skin tone? Uh, it is a light, um, it's got like a yellowish hue, so like I guess a lime green, uh, but it's got a little bit of a yellowish hue to it. Did you say green? I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitively green. It's like, um, trying to think, like in terms of the veins on these leaves, Glenn. Mm-hmm. The veins, like, on the leaves we've got here. Like, yeah. that really light lime green. Yeah, it's like a chartreuse kind of green. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you guys are obviously both going to be better with genuine color names Is than I would. different than... You have gray for me. For what I, I have mean. a gray apron for you. It says half-orc man gray-skinned. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, that's okay. incorrect. Sorry. Okay, it's green. Mm-hmm. Lime green. Mm-hmm. So, as as I watch Vorst peer in, I'm going just try to look over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I'm thinking gonna... to look at the orc. Mm-hmm. Half orc. Yeah. You get the same visual descriptions. He, he's big. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I imagine we'd be back outside by this point. Yeah, yeah. you guys step outside. back out and yeah. waited for them, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking for a bit more than I can afford to repair my armor. How much did he ask? Seven gold. So perhaps uh, Christian's my best bet. I hope uh, he was able to repair the dagger and, or improve the dagger rather, in an efficient way. You might just beat the shit out of your armor. Perhaps. We could try to earn some money. Seven gold is a lot of money. Could always ask Arthur, especially when it comes to... uh... Christian, he must be paying him for a reason. 
Mm -hmm. I highly doubt he pays people without a reason. He does not seem the man to do that. He paid us, and there was definitively a reason. If he is paying Christian for the horrible things that we saw on the walls of his store, there must be something deeper there. Something that he is worth. Something that lets him think he is being mugged for 40 years. <laughs> I wonder if the reason Arthur pays him to stay open is so... What was the half-orc's name again? Olog. Olog. Yeah. Uh, because he knows Olog charges a bit more and hopes to drive the poorer people to Christian to stop them from having effective equipment. Easier to maintain a potential issue if the subjects have less than optimal equipment. But they would not be able to afford the equipment from Olog and they would be worse off if that is his goal. Correct. So it would be better to not pay Christian than, and have him close and then people would not be able to afford things from Olog and would not have any armor. If his goal is to make people weaker I do not think that is the wisest way to do it. We will true check. I do think it is worth talking to Arthur. He knows a lot about the city. Plus, we may have met his ex-wife and know information about his son. I Maybe agree. he knows about his son. Maybe he does not. But I think we need to talk to Serafina about Ritura first. I agree. Speaking of, this is the inn that you referred to. What? The Quiet Night. Yes. With the child? Correct, it is. You know something of this inn? It's an inn? Mm -hmm. Not really, right? Yeah, I don't think I I don't have anything in here, really. Mm -hmm. Fine building it is. Indeed it is. Um. Oh, I just want to. I'm going to sniff around before we go anywhere. But. Okay. And then to Serafina's, I suppose. Yes, I think that's best. Mm-hmm. I know it is regular guard duty to change in shifts, but it still doesn't sit well with me from earlier. It was definitely what? strange. What doesn't? The guard returning inside the portcullis after we had walked up and left. Perhaps he had to use the restroom? The little guard's room. I suppose that's possible. (laughs) I am no stranger to people staring at me, but I do feel watched. It seems to be common in this city. People pay attention to those that come and go. And was there a reason you stayed out of the shop? I heard that he was a half-orc man. It's fresh wounds. Mm. I understand. I won't ask more. I do wonder... What role Arthur has to play in 
the city from a larger perspective. It is quite interesting. I feel as though he was probably not chosen by the people for that position. He may have been placed there, and if so, by whom and for why? Does he hold political power in the city? He referred to himself as the architect. Is that not a career? The Lady Hartwood held him in pretty high regard as to his position. Indeed. I guess she was called the Lady as well. And anyone with that much gold in this part of the city, I imagine, is probably a powerful person. Would that make him a lord? Ah. Yes, he is a landowner, it sounds like. Developer of some kind. I mean, he told you guys that he sells the buildings and he also has people for hire. Mm -hmm. Uh, While we're standing outside of the the, uh, quiet night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to start sniffing. I'm looking for that specific funeral smell. You do not get that odor. Mm-hmm. You get what smells like a, a kindling fireplace from inside, wafts out a little bit from the you know, base of the door. Uh, as you go around the perimeter of the building, I would say that you smell the same odors of uh, the food is odorless. I would say that you get the same kind of smell that you would retrieve from a location that, again, would have inhabitants inside. So, I mean, to be gross, like, effectively, body odors... It smells like life. It smells like a very inhabited place Mm -hmm. in which there are people that come and go quite quickly, get the same kind of little bit of metallic odors of, you know, blood and coin and things like that, but nothing that's incredibly jarring to you. Mm -hmm. I only wanted to check just because um, we did, if I recall correctly, the the information of this site and the child was relayed to Lady Hartwood and I was curious as to if she would be snooping around. Mm-hmm. I understand. That's fair. Onward to Serafina's then? I think so. That's where we go? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Let's go. You lead them over to Thieves Alley and you go west all the way down at the end of the street by the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that it's a small about 22, 24-foot-high stone tower. You can see that around the edge of it, there is a ascending spiral wooden staircase, and you can see the door is at the top of the tower. I hate that. I hate that a lot. I love it. Yeah, I really like it. I I go first. John, you like... That's like my... My aesthetic... I just don't like it because it looks like Adrian's. I just want a house that looks like that. I hate it. Yeah, you can see that there's there's not like a door that's on the bottom here. You can see that there are, um, because again, it's 22 feet high, you can see that there are definitively scattered windows Mm -hmm. that look like they are just composed of effectively empty holes within the stone. You can see that there are black curtains Mm -hmm. currently drawn on each of the windows. Is this a tower that you could see like... As you're approaching it? Yes, absolutely. It is sufficiently high. Mm -hmm. So it's like a really obvious location mm-hmm. in the district. Mm-hmm. 
Similar to, Arthur, didn't know it was. similar to Arthur's tower, except not on that side, right? Because he said his was a tower too, didn't he? No, Arthur no? said he has like a manor. Oh, I could have sworn he said. Okay, never mind. No, he said he's in the northwest corner by the guard tower. Got it. He that has a okay. manor up there. Got it. And no, this building isn't similar to Adrian's. Adrian's wasn't like a tower. No, I just meant the Good staircase. Track. Oh, I mean, we're his thing top. was like just a small set of stairs. Yeah, his like, was a typical storefront. Just like, yeah, oh, just like a slight set of like three, four oh, set of stairs. I visualized this up. like going to a second floor and then going down. I must have just visualized it. No, I mean, it's bit. just like four or five steps. So, I mean, again, the lower level okay. was not like enormous. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I definitely have a pep in my step when I see that it's a tower. Hurrying on over? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I'm still dragging my feet. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll say that uh, you guys take the moments and ascend the winding spiral staircase up towards the height of this grand light oak door that has two circular handles in the front of it. You can see that on the face of the door is what looks like the the traditional mantle of like a, the gargoyle-esque ornament on the center of the door. You can see that there's a small knocker in the mouth. Oh, mm -hmm. I'll... Uh... Thud, thud, <laughs> thud. And then you hear a, a faint, um, sheepish, sheepish, but female voice from inside. You may enter. Open, I guess you said the knobs are next to each other, so mm -hmm. pulls? Yeah, it pulls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you pull the two doors open and you can see inside. Uh, it's a circular space, obviously, again, because it's a circular tower. You can see that it's only about 10-ish feet from end to end at the widest point of the circle in the center. And you can see that there is, along the back wall, as you can see the side of what begins a staircase descending, you can see that there is currently a woman standing with a basket in her, like, around her arm. And she turns to look at all of you. She is... Of slightly above average height, around like 5'7", five, 5'8"-ish. Five, uh, she looks very young. Uh, you can see that she has the little pointed ears of what you would associate with half-elves, where they still have elvish-looking ears, just not as definitive. Uh, and she has bright red hair that is currently into these two longer braided-like pigtails that stem down the back of her head, kind of ending right above her shoulders. She has cream-colored long robes that, you know, again, kind of a little bit higher sit on her chest. Uh, they are red and yellow trimmed around the linings of the sleeves and around the center of the robe. Uh, yeah, I mean, she looks like an average built lady. What color are her eyes? Her eyes are hazel. It's the smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Oh, yes, I'm very welcome, all of you. How may I assist you on this very lovely morning? We were sent to you by Naivara. For a purpose, I'm presuming? Of course, yes. Um, we came to ask about procuring certain herbs and gems. Well, I mean, I am capable of, I guess, directing you towards the herbs. I do not... don't gather them myself. Right. 
Uh, Vorst, I believe you had the list of herbs? Nobody got them. We were like, ah, fuck that, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that she would have told us anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was very like, hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I and she... we were like, no. <laughs> I thought she did tell us. She told you that they can be found in the areas near us. <laughs> oh, that she, she can be found in the I don't know if you asked for the specifics. Mm-hmm. They can be found in areas of the Fellwood. They can be found in the mines. And mm-hmm. Serafina yeah, would be able to mm-hmm. discern for us if we talked about the right thing. She would be able to give us the information about the herbs. So, you know, uh, she kind of told you the areas in which the gems could be found and told you that the herbs probably are going to be found in the same context. But no, it was not like specific mm-hmm. details were gifted about those things. Uh, herbs and gems required for a cleansing ritual. Um, shut the door. We're going to have to go downstairs. Shut the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she walks right over to the descending staircase and just begins to take, you know, quiet, methodical footsteps down and disappears from your sight. You can see that up here there are simply just kind of how we have on sconces these lanterns that are hanging that are currently illuminated the area inside again is a, a nice dark wood floor and it looks as though these stairs descending down are well constructed this looks like a pretty nice place mm-hmm. is it bright in here it's it's bright enough because of the quantity of lanterns mm-hmm. so yes i will follow mm-hmm. yep i'm going yeah follow mm-hmm. her down mm-hmm. yeah you follow her down a long winding descending staircase you can see that inside you pass by another floor in which that floor is occupied primarily with coat racks and other, um, again, hooks and sconces on the wall in which it's still well illuminated. You can see it looks as though this is her personal quarter almost. This is the indication that she does definitively live here. And she takes you down to the lowest level. So this is three levels. And as she reaches the bottom, you can see that you land and find yourself in an area in which there are shelves just like how we have here, these curved dark wood shelves um, hanging from hooks on the walls. So how we have the lanterns, mm-hmm. you can see that the shelves are hooked down where they've got small chain links and they're currently precariously but well fixed, just moving slightly. And there are potion bottles on them. You can see that there's a little bit of a lip at the edge of each, each shelf to ensure that nothing falls and tips over. She walks over into the center of this room and kind of just puts her hands together. Um, you're inquiring about some kind of cleansing ritual, yes, then? What um, does the floor look like? The floor here looks like it's, again, the long, dark wood. You can see that the walls are like, you know, the um, same kind of stone pattern that we have on the lower half of the tavern. Nothing painted on the floor? Nothing painted on the floor, no. I'm not going to walk you into another ritual basement. <laughs> not again. Gotta go. <laughs> what, a third mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> It'll be on the ceiling next yeah. time. Ah! <laughs> uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, what uh, What of it? Uh, Naivara said you may know where to procure the herbs and gems for the ritual. Naivara would know where the gems are. I would know where the herbs are. Right, the herbs specifically, I apologize. Okay. Would you mind telling us where they are and where they can be found? You should it is a mention of the lakes by the Fellowood. 
in and around. And would the you know ranges. what what exactly which ones they would be she would be talking about or referring to? Uh, I mean, I don't really know you folks. <laughs> this is quite a suspicious thing to be entering my shop for the first time and asking about. I see how this could be very jarring, and I, I absolutely forgot my manners. I was trained better than that. Um, um, my name is Vorst. I come from Growlers, taught by Luna and Faye, um, sent to Nybara via Iris. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I mean... <sighs> I guess it is, I suppose, nice to meet you. Uh, not not the nicest, I but, you know. <laughs> I apologize. It, it's a bit of a, a strange city, after all, so. I did not introduce myself either. I am Nesgrim. Pleasure to meet you, sir. You as well. My name is Ethier. Pleasure, sir. I will pull, pull down my hood and approach her. Hmm? Extend my hand. Felix? Mm-hmm. Um... Not many like you I've seen before, sir, but uh, she extends her hand, shakes your hands lightly. Ah, not many like you I've ever seen. In fact, none, but all right. Again, very, very strange, strange city, but nothing to think of it. And, uh, uh, Ritora. Pleasure to meet you as well, dear. But this is, uh, very strange, as I said. Uh, to enter and immediately try to open a discussion about a cleansing ritual, especially one that Nyvora nor I have ever actually performed. I understand. Uh, time is of the essence. We do have a deadline that we're... I would assume if you need a cleansing ritual, then there would indeed be some kind of deadline for someone here. Right, correct. Uh, who is affected or afflicted by whatever this might be? Would you like to, to guess? Um, I mean, you definitely look strange, sir, but <laughs> I don't think that it is something that you would be recently dealing with and be so calm about it. You don't seem bothered by the way you look, so I don't think it's you. Uh, this man doesn't look very strange to me, and... Mm, Vorst, as you said, seemed like a, Don't as you said, well-trained well young man. <laughs> a good boy. Good boy. Uh, and you're elderly or something? <laughs> are you all right? I'm fine. Elderly? Do you know where you are? Yes, I'm in your shop. All right. I um, can still swing a sword. <laughs> uh, again, no offense, sir. I know many... Many old men of your age who need some potions to assist in their vitality and virility. Um, and with age comes wisdom, correct? <laughs> Thank four, you, Paul. Four hours, Nesker, remember. Mm -hmm. Call a doctor. <laughs> Call a Corin. Uh, Corin, you gotta help me. <laughs> with age comes wisdom, though, right? I think right? it's undead. <laughs> it's risen from the grave! My ascension! It's happening! <laughs> Oh. Why did I take a drink at the moment you said that? Oh. Help me! <laughs> oh 
my what's god. What's up, what's up, Frank? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> um, but, uh, I assume then the lady who seems quite disturbed, possibly, something could have upset you. You would be correct. All right. Take a step away from Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Oh my God. There it is. <laughs> what there was we that? go. DJ sneeze. <laughs> that was like a that was a dad level sneeze, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you think I had kids? <laughs> Can we get some hypes in the chat, please, mm-hmm. for that one? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ashtray. <laughs> Thank you, Ashtray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If we ever get sponsored, we're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just... Well. That is, um... Hmm. I don't think, uh... Oh. Here. Well, I think that the potion that I would be able to make would assist. Um, it should extract this stain. In theory, um, Naivar and I have discussed the principles of it and the theory has been reviewed by Iris and Faye, scholars, mm-hmm. um, quite well versed in the runes that would be utilized in the magic circle. Um, again, not not a procedure that any of us have done, but extraction of something so deeply embedded into the soul does not come easy. We were told there would be a price to pay. Yes. Um, not not just my price, but no. The price in of theory, um, the individuals who assist in the ritual, um, there is something that they give up as well. In theory, equivalent necessary power to draw out such a marking, surrendering something of themselves. What would we surrender? I cannot tell you definitively, but um, are each of you capable of magic? I am. I am. I am. Yeah, well. She's going to look at you then as well, Felix. Uh, I am. But, but I will not take part. Well, then I. You are at least fortunate to have four, well, three willing friends, it seems. You we would have need another. To... I'm sure he would help. Four is. Almost there, but you would need to find a fifth willing to make such a sacrifice. 
abandoning some fragment of their power. I am still reluctant to ask my friends to do that for me. Well, if you do not, um, I'm afraid you'll surrender all of you in turn then instead. But I don't know what that looks like. I've never seen a mark like that and uh, <laughs> curious though. Is there no other way? Hmm. We have discussed several other ways. The two alternatives are to <clears throat> kill whatever being made the connection or to kill Retora. Neither of which seems like a viable option. No, uh, I, one of them is a very last resort. Uh, Felix, I understand your reservations. Uh, however, Retora's been very protecting of all of us. I think it's in our best interest to return the favor for her now. I simply shake my head. Retora has mentioned she is old. T to her, I am but a ch child. This is true. I, I will not give a piece of myself for someone who has lived much longer than myself. I suppose that's fair. Uh, but when this brand takes over. We do not know how Retora's demeanor may change after. It's possible you won't live past her transformation. That's... There is a way out of that. There's also another option. Presumably. At least as far as Iris said, of fulfilling whatever this contract is. I can't I, imagine the contract is a good thing. I do not know what it is. I have no clue what it is. And? The only way to find out is to attempt to get in contact with the one who I made the contract with. Serafina, are you aware of a way to perhaps contact whatever being left the mark? No. Okay. I do not know what this thing is at all. I mean, uh, as eager as I am to assist you, there are only the things that I know how to do that I can do for you. I understand. Uh, forgive me, I've I'm a mere alchemist, and I could make you the potions that would assist you in the journey of extracting this force, but beyond this, I 
sadly can't make a recommendation. Well, the potion is another option. It's not one we had previously. It's the same option. As that the is ritual. the option. The potion is part of the ritual. Yep. Gotcha. Is it possible for one to give more than one piece of themselves to complete the ritual? Yes. Would that fill in for the fifth person? Yes. There are those who would be willing to accept the surrendering of additional pieces if needed. Don't see why that wouldn't work. Could also run the risk of it being passed. True. That um, person being affected fully. Well, Retora, I suppose... The extraction is a ceiling as well. Good. Hence the need for the gems. I suppose... Part are to disperse and part are to seal. Gotcha. Effectively offering it an, it an inanimate host. Requires a bit of trickery on our part, and some of the magics are for that purpose. I suppose we got into this mess together. It's. And you took the mark for me. It's only right that I give more to get it off you. I can't ask that of everyone. You don't have to ask it of everyone. I don't. And you're not asking it of me, I'm offering it to you. Had you not taken that dagger in my stead, we would not be in this position. Well, I guess, I suppose we would, but it would be me standing where you are. I offer a piece of myself to you. I do not wish for you to be lost. You are my friend. I have lost others that I have cared about unable to save them and I will not stand idly by and watch as you are unable to be saved if there is a way I can help you I will help you I agree I will tell you where the herbs could be found uh, but again you will have an arduous journey ahead of you. These are not things that are typically kept in stores. I will pull out my notebook. Mm -hmm. Please do, do tell. Um, there are five ingredients that I will require, and I need four ounces of each of these to be able to make the poultice for the girl. The first being black root. One word. Found in cavernous areas, typically on the eastern edge of the Felwood. Ones that wind into the mountains. They are soft, almost brittle. Be very careful as you acquire them. Broken is not the best. I need to stew them. Blood purge. Blood purge? Yep, okay. one word again. 
a large, long green leaf with what looks like thin white spots adorning the leaf. They grow near frozen lakes. I recommend looking near either Fisher's Depths outside of the city or the place they call Hunter's Folly to the east of the Fellwood. Is that where uh, Yalumo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, not that one. Uh-huh. Um, I require fragments of silver bark. Again, one word. Tall, old trees. North of the Fellwood. It'll take you a few days to reach. In an area now known as the Plaklos. P L A U K L A U S. Santa? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> that wouldn't happen to be orcish. Uh huh. I'm gonna send it to you in one second. Fucking orcish, really? Yes, Papa Klaus. <laughs> Oof. So many documents. Papa Klaus. <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me? No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Papa, I can see you. Can you see me? Let me in. Uh... Spellbane. Again, one word. Can also be found in caves and cavernous areas. A small, three-pointed gray flower serrated along the edges. Be careful as you pluck it. It is known to drain magic. Should we wear gloves while plucking it? Would be helpful. Or could wrap it in cloth. And I require the sap of tourist trees. T-U-R-I-S. Tourist. Thick, hearty, (laughs) old woods. Hey, Nesgrim. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Did you give that some of your potion? <laughs> well, it has great puffy white leaves like dandelions. Do not take the leaves and do not ingest them. The leaves are poisonous. But they are sturdy and resistant to the elements. And I require their sap. I'm 
Where are they? They grow amidst the mountains to the east. Farther than the fellwood would take you. They are typically scattered inside of the mountains. They uh, reside on steps or plateaus. It's time to go climbing, Felix. <laughs> no! <laughs> What's wrong with climbing? Tell me your athletics. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and I'm... Is Would there... that be near the other uh, far? Fell farther? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is mm-hmm. there anything you would require while we were out? Anything you would like us to bring back for you aside from the herbs for the ritual? Is there mm. anything you're, you're in need of? If you could bring me back extra of Spellbane. And should you find the tourists trees you could carefully procure me some of the leaves as I said don't touch and do not ingest I've got some experiments in mind with them okay uh, how many of each of those would you like four ounces as well or that sounds lovely what kind of the spellbane and the turris of experiments oh um hmm There are some who have magic that we feel do not deserve it. We're curious to see if we can take it away. We? Yes. And I'll just kind of gesture. Who is we? Oh, I think I could tell you that a different day. I understand. Um, You do need to know the gems, though, friends. And I believe that... Well, only Nyvara truly understands that. We'll have to talk to her again. Yes. Uh, Perhaps not today. She seemed to be having a bad day. Perhaps tomorrow. Is there... She's having a bad day? She was in quite a state... Oh. When we saw her. Oh, forgive me. And she takes a few steps over to a shelf and pulls off a very small little green vial. Mm-hmm. One dose. That'll help her. Yes, of course. Who does she hand it to? I mean, you were the one talking, so I would hand it to Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one dose. I'm curious that she didn't send a messenger to me to... Let me know. She had been drinking. She was rather sedate when we found her last. Uh, She was Mm. drinking. I still have have, the water skin of the wine. Mm -hmm. She was was drinking whatever this. Offered her to her. She opens it. Just. Oh. Ah. Yes. Don't drink that. It seems as though she was. um, Uncontrollable. This will assist, and she points at the green vial that she handed with Nesgrim. That will assist, um... Hmm. Restoring. Uh, some of the fuzziness. Clearing it, abating it. Uh, but when Nivara is uncontrollable... Uh, 
You'll really know. It's a bit obvious. Good to know. Thank you. Yes, um... She's now, gonna gesture to her. Oh, that's when she's in a fun mood. She's being playful. Ah. Mm. Uh. Yes, um... Do you know her well? Good friend, um... She did, uh, freak out a bit when she spilled something and said there was an accident, but then said that there are no accidents. Yes, um... Nivara's got a very, very troubled past. Um, I've only known her the few years I've been in Oshwal, but, uh, I guess you could say that we get along very well in our kindred spirits in the things that we enjoy. And, well, I've done my best to assist in her maintenance. You said one dose. How much is one dose like? The vial. Oh, the whole vial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's like about two ounces of liquid. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think real quick. Um, what do you know of? Just to give a little bit more insight as to what is currently afflicting our friend here. What do you know of bloodberries? Bloodberries. Oh my. Well. The the education that I've received about them is uh, twofold. Uh, the first being traditional education, um, proposing that they are used to assist in cleansings of the blood, uh, a healing agent in most cases. Many of them do grow in darker, unfortunate areas of the world. Um, Natural death produces satisfactory bloodberries, ones that don't pres- promote harm. However, bloodberries manifested from murderous intent may be so stained. And instead of cleansing, as though you steal a life, and what is stolen can be imbibed, taken. Tainted by the act? Perhaps a uh, part of the theory is that notion, yes. Compared to a willing sacrifice, I suppose, would that qualify as not a murderous intent if the person was willing? I don't know. I don't think I've come across that in my study, sir. Uh, I'm not really well versed on sacrifices. Of course. You said your knowledge was twofold. Yes. One of this, what's the other? The second is in what? Hmm. Well, when Navara and I have shared a drink, and her memories begin to return. She talks of other uses of these berries, things that were done to her, marks in the flesh, residual 
things that reside within her. Like what types of marks? The tattoos on her flesh. Inscriptions. They are... Hmm. Administered not always with the will of the victim in mind. The victim being the one getting the tattoo. Yes. Forgive me. Do, do you mean that the other use or ingestion or whatever it is that that, that is done causes tattoos? Not causes. That the blood berries are used to form a permanent type of ink. Ah. Inks that cannot be removed. Like a brand? Perhaps. I like to consider them recorded memory. So this way the person who has had it cannot forget. And this way, those who want the memories retained always can find their seer. And again, recant or recount what that person witnessed. So those with those types of tattoos would be scribes then? No. Seers. They would be seers. Correct. Understood. Yeah. So I was kind of right. Yeah, we were kind of right about that. Yeah. And this is why Iris retired from her position inside of the sanctum and why she so pities and cares for Nivara now. Because Nivara was once a seer. Because Iris was her scribe. Yeah. And it was Iris's quill. And she gestures towards her arms. That's fucking brutal. Right? That's fucking wild. <laughs> so scribed <laughs> on her good friend. What do the dragon scale tattoos mean? assume it is related to what Nivara has seen. On nights where she and I have shared a drink, she's shared a terrifying memory of her time in the inner sanctum. She did react I don't know the word uh, oddly when dragons were brought up. I would assume quite timidly, even in the times where she and I have um, gotten a bit rowdy, she has. <laughs> that look! <laughs> What's their location? Oh my god, oh god DJ. Are you just like a, like a squirt bottle? Like <laughs> no! We really need to get one. Stop it. <laughs> it's like a fucking air compressor. It doesn't last in every so no. um, She has shared terrifying memories. And not all of them are ones that she has been able to retrieve. Some are, well, locked away. Quite literally. 
Did the tattoos act as also a block? No. Could they prevent someone from remembering? No, there was a memory that Nivar was able to plunder as she fled. Plunder? Yes. You see... Suggest she took it without permission? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Again, Nivar is quite hidden. Not her real name, nor her real appearance. Mm. The name is false. Mm -hmm. It's a very good false name. What is her real name? I cannot share that, sir. Understood. Not now. There are things that um, need to remain hidden and their discretion maintained, so this way people inside of the city don't know who she actually is. It's understandable. However, even with changing her appearance, we are not able to change the markings. The tattoos. Correct. That's Mm. why it matters that... That's literally why they blood bury them, so this way, even if you shape change, you can't fucking hide them. That's why she's always fucking covered. (laughs) That's why Adrian was always covered. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, Sarah. You never saw Delawin's skin, did you? <laughs> what a fucking question. Yeah, you know, we went swimming. Like, <laughs> I don't mean did you go skinny dipping with the man. Uh, yes, the but did he ever take his cloak Did he ever get naked in front of him? Did he ever, like, take his cloak off when it was a hot day or anything? Like... Oh boy, all this magic casting's really got me worked. I'm just break this shit. I understand the reaction. Brad Pitt Fight Club body. I understand the reaction, but I was asking that in the most innocent Mm -hmm. way possible. Mm -hmm. John. I mean, I would say that you've seen like his arms and things like that, and his you know you've never seen tattoos on the man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just say it. I did say the name again. Mm -hmm. Make the wisdom save, Sarah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Forgot. I should have grabbed it before it stopped. That's another 15. <sighs> you say the name Deloin once more. And... Erase that name from my memory. Sarah. Yeah. As you are standing here and you hear Nesgrim say the name you your eyes are drawn away from Serafina quickly and dart over to Nesgrim and an impulse when he says the name and you see these hands on the back of Nesgrim's shoulder tightly gripping and behind his face you see the skull of a white wolf protruding out, tarnished, burnt, rotting flesh, extending out with points over, and these light green eyes staring at you from behind these concave areas where they loom over the eye socket And this face just looks at you and turns. 
Is it, is it like my height? Uh, it looks like it's actually about Nesgrim's height. Nesgrim's it height. looks like it's a little bit taller where it's over his shoulder, just right next mm-hmm. to him to where the skull protrudes out. And you see this face turn towards the side of Nesgrim's face. And you watch as the jaws of the white wolf begin to stir, like stretch open. I don't watch anything. I launch myself over Nesgrim's shoulder. At this figure. And try to... To grab this, yeah, I'm I'm attacking this thing. Because I'm gonna back up as quickly as possible so she cannot make contact with me. Make an attack roll. Make a dexterity saving throw. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking over mm-hmm. your shoulder. <laughs> and it, like an unarmed attack. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's six. That's a six. Nat twenty. I'm being rewarded for my hubris. <laughs> you look over in his direction as you see this thing and you watch this face shaking and turn. And you just see these jowls begin to open up this skeletal structure as though it's going to consume the head of your friend Nesgrim. And you launch yourself forward at this. And you lean back away. And you grab this skull and the four of you watching Ritora disappear from your sight and we're going to end there oh my god (laughs) it is leap puff of gone so there's no there is no puff it's just it's just gone so going to somewhere else Welcome. Well, see you guys Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insert many sure you want to give up a piece of yourself? Are you I, sure? I don't think it matters anymore. Good Friends, night. thank you very much for watching. Uh, we'll see you on Friday for a fireside chat at 7 o'clock. Uh, and then we'll be back Sunday at 5 for the Veiled Force of Orvigo. Uh, appreciate the follow and the resub tonight. Thank you so much. If you're new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. We stream D&D uh, two to three times a week. It'll be three times a week starting next week. Um, yeah, thank you guys very much. I hope you enjoyed. Good night, friends. Bye, friends. Good night. Bye, everyone.